Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 156 with your hosts Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, starting our Season 4 commentary series. Yay! How exciting is that? Finally getting to Season 4 after all this time. Oh my god, I've been waiting for Season 4. This is where it all starts. This uh, is the beginning of the other say part of the show. The beginning of the end. You could even say it's the beginning might of the end. You might want to just go ahead and say that, if that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, so many memories uh, of this this part of the show when it was uh, back on and airing, you know, 20 years ago. And um, the just this, this whole break that happened, the writer strike... Um, all the good stuff we can talk about, and um, just just that whole we got to go back and just waiting to see, like, okay, well, what's the next part of this thing? Like, what are they gonna do now? Uh, you know, and then going into this like last half of the show, and um, it's just yeah, it's kind of you know shorter seasons, more punchier. Yeah, uh, it's like this this last big roller coaster all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it it became more like, you know, what shows are now, you know, shows on cable and stuff where they just they have, yeah. you know, 10, 13 whatever episodes per season and each episode like does something instead of just having kind of filler episodes where yeah. nothing really happens of value and you could kind of just delete them and nothing would really change, you know, and I I think mm-hmm. I think, like, Lost hasn't been really bad about that, but they definitely have had those episodes in the first three seasons. And yeah. um, I think starting now, it really it really doesn't happen, you know, or at least a lot, lot less often. Um, and, uh, you know, I also think in a way, like, we have to go back. I mean, that's a huge transition. I think you could... I mean, all the early stuff in the show matters, you know, to some extent. Obviously, the mm-hmm. season one stuff, you know, is, like, legendary. And the season one stuff is what they really hang on to, I think, like, for emotional pull and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going into the, the end of the show. But in terms of plot, I think um, a lot of the stuff from seasons one, two, three, uh, one, two, and three could just be kind of quickly summarized as you know and i guess maybe we'll see that um you know could you do it in perhaps eight minutes you might be able to do it in eight minutes and 15 seconds if you could talk really fast um so yeah maybe i should you know let that speak for me but i i think you know it could basically just be summed up as you know learning about the characters and you know they crash on the island and um they get off you know, some do and some don't, you know, and like, that's, that's really the, <laughs> if you know that, you know, you can kind of get into this part of the show and this part of the show is a unit, you know, seasons mm-hmm. four through six all kind of bleed together in a way that you can't, you can't just get rid of them. Whereas like for season five, like season two doesn't matter that much, for example, <laughs> Well, it you know. could if if the incident, you know, it does lead back to the Swan Station. You That's know. true. 
Um, and they don't do the thing I always wanted them to do and will forever want them to do, which is to make <laughs> traveling in the 70s actually matter. matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't get over the incident feeling like business. Um, yeah. You know, just to just to get them back to the present. Like, I, I actually, in retrospect, I mean, I guess here's the problem that they run into. They, they have some people left behind on the island. What are they going to do for three years? You know, mm-hmm. that's what they had to come up with. And I do think like the Dharma stuff was kind of a flop. Like it didn't, mm-hmm. I don't really like most of that stuff. Um, I like a lot of stuff in season five and there are aspects of that story that work, but overall it kind of just, it ruins Dharma. It ruins resistance. Well, it's the classic lost shuffle, you know, I mean, it whenever, is, it's a very lost thing to do. <laughs> whenever you shine light on a mystery, you get to see that it's not, it it's usually not that crazy. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it disappears. And if there's anything left, it's not that interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, you know, we see that with Dharma and, you know, I was just thinking, you know, uh, as we've been talking about in this commentary series, there's some, you know, very specific themes going on in Lost that aren't necessarily obvious if you're just watching the show and not super analyzing it and what and reading what the creators and writers have said about it and their intentions. Um, but it just dawned on me that you know the thing that I want is for the all the time traveling in the 70s and and, and going back into the beginning of the, the Swan Station, back to the incident. Back to this this event that was on the blast door map and you know really seemed to matter and is dealing with some big parts of the show like the Swan Station and Rosinski and and all that stuff like what I want is the the story that well part of why the the Losties are on this island is to go back in time and then prevent a global disaster a potentially global disaster. Yeah, You know, because of their intervention, because of their presence in the 70s due to this weird island that allows time travel from time to time, um, they were able to intervene in this circumstance that would have potentially destroyed the world. And, like, to me, that's a crazy interesting storyline. Like, that's really cool. But maybe the whole point is that that can't be the reason that they're on the island because if there's a reason that they're on the island then they're then the show is not staying true to the theme that uh all 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 of the meaning is is internal and not external you know what i mean yeah because uh, that would be an external re- reason to the meaning of why they're here versus an internal reason of they have to decide why they think they're here. They have to decide what it means that they've been brought to the island and are stuck there. Yeah. They have to decide what it means when they see the smoke monster. They have to decide what it means when they see the swan station and there's this button. And they have to decide what it means that the others are there. You know, so all those things that keep happening over and over. Like, if they said, no, 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 here's one big reason why the Losties were there. That's kind of outside of that scope. Um, yeah. and I'm not sure if that, if that's like, oh, okay, well, that's why they didn't do it. Or if they just never thought about it, <laughs> you know, or if it just, you know, they were, you know, do they want it to just be happenstance and circumstance because that's, you know, in keeping with their, their storytelling 
uh, goals, or is it just one of those things that uh, they just got close and never connected to dot the dots on, which happens, which we see a lot, you know? Which which part was happenstance? Just the fact that they're that they're back in the seventies and the incident oh, okay. happening. Okay, but, yeah, got but it. But they're not actually involved yeah. with like stopping anything from happening or making any big change, you know, like. Because presumably it seems like if they weren't really there in the 70s, everything would have happened kind of the same way. You know, like, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of ambiguous. There's there's the element of, like, the thing Miles says, you know, what if um, this is just how the incident happens, you yeah. know? Um, which I think ends up being basically true. Uh, so there's, you know, it's that it's that whole, like, coincidence versus fate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's a coincidence, but it was fate, or both, or yeah. either. Um, but th- I think then there's also the question mm-hmm. of what would have happened... I mean, maybe the answer is it's not possible. But what would have happened if, you know, they hadn't transported in the 70s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um uh the i mean they they were at war with the hostiles the swan station was you know built on hostile territory or whatever across the 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 neutral zone <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> what they called it yeah but you know they had some kind of treaty they transgressed the boundaries that they had agreed to to you know build the swan station there so I mean, theoretically, and and in in the in the official Dharma history, it goes down as an incursion by the hostiles. And of course, the hostiles do help, right? They provide yeah. the weapon, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's not as though they weren't involved. It's just they, you know, they didn't exactly execute it. Um, this is for some re- for some reason the way you described it made me think of Star Trek: D Space Nine. <laughs> Where really? like where like the Swan Station is Deep Space Nine, the space station, and its position next to a wormhole, which is the pocket of magnetic energy on the island. Oh god. And uh yeah, and then the others our guests are like, um they're either the Cardassians or the Bajorans and then yeah, and then you well, have the Bosties, which is like the Federation or something. I mean, you're really. Uh, it always reminded me the whole thing with the, the wormhole aliens, who are AKA the prophets, are yeah. sort of like Jacob and the yeah. uh, the uh, what are they called? Um, shit, now I can't remember what they're called. The bad guys on uh, the pa the pa rave. Pa yeah, rave. Talked about that before. Pa raves are like the man yeah, black. Jacob is is a worm. The wormhole aliens, the good guys, and 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 man in black is the pa rave. That yeah. was the whole thing because yeah, it was a whole thing of where the pa raves didn't want the. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the pa raves wanted to get back into the temple, which was like their their island. They were ejected from the temple and they were trapped yeah. on they were trapped. the shore. Yeah, and so they wanted to kill the eight prophets to reclaim the. <laughs> and that's and that's another thing too, right? It was only it's like they took like the leader of uh it, you know the person who was like you know the emissary and then like the leader of the Bajorans to like even crack the code and yeah. figure out where the pirates were. Yeah. Uh, so that means Kai Win is like is uh is like I guess Ben. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, yeah, I remember that plot reminding me a lot of the whole thing with Ben. And, uh, yeah, in a way, like... Didn't she want... Yeah, didn't she... Didn't she want to be forgiven, too? Like, that yeah. was her whole thing? Yeah. Like, she wanted the paw rates And to, she was pissed that they didn't they didn't speak to her. Yeah, she was pissed. That was her whole vision. motivation, was yeah. she jealous of the emissary and other people who had spoke to the prophet. Yeah. All time, yeah, and she's she, totally been. And she was like, "What about me?" And then she turned evil. Oh man! Oh, and that's right. Then Gal Dukat is basically he's like Man in Black, he's like Man in Black, convincing yeah. Ben to help destroy the coming God. in disguise. Oh, and oh wow, that's so crazy. Manipulating her, yeah, it's actually. This is why they say there's only like you know one story or seven stories or something. I mean, yeah, just the same thing. Yeah. Uh, that's really funny though. That's really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap there. If if any of you are like kind of fans of Star Trek world and you haven't seen Deep Space Nine, um, yeah, if you like Lost and you like Star Trek, go watch Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really good stuff there, um, and a lot of really Lost esque stuff in a in a Star Trek context. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's good. But yeah, that that analogy holds up pretty well, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> yeah, the pow- I didn't really connect the power though, sort of the power of the islands versus the the wormhole. Yeah, and that's another thing too, right? Like time is different for the wormhole aliens. You know, the island is weird with time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of. I think we could do a whole podcast on that. Uh, I think we could. <laughs> yeah, that's there's surprisingly many connections there. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I, uh, forgot what we were talking about with Lost, though. Um, oh, uh, let's see. Oh, I guess I was just, I was just talking about how, um, it's possible that if they hadn't gone back, that the hostiles actually would have, would have attacked anyway and done the same plan with the same Mm-hmm. Uh, nuclear device, you know? So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not it's not out of... It's not clear that if they hadn't gone back, the incident wouldn't have happened in some way. I mean, maybe not exactly the same way, but, you know... Yeah, I mean? yeah they were trying to they were trying to set off the nuke, right? Is um, that what they were trying to do, or were they just attacking it? And there's a nuke there. I forgot how that worked. What do you mean? The Lossies? The hostiles. No, they. I mean, they just had the nuke, um, and uh, you know they had it from the fifties when the. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh no, so they. Oh, the Losties get the nuke from the hostiles. Yeah, they ask them the for others it because 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 uh, it's Faraday's idea. Faraday says, do it. which uh, which is a great. I mean, it's just. I remember when he when he said that. It's such a sci-fi plan. I love it, and like it doesn't work. And again, I guess that's the show telling us like your science is no good here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that. Yeah. It's like yeah. Here's my quantum physics. Look, a nuclear explosion mm-hmm. at the at the pocket will reset time. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. That's craziness. <laughs> yeah. But it did do something. So uh, it they did it did get them to the future. It did. Or, uh, it did. Present, but, it did, and it has that feeling of... I mean, it's not clear to me why... Um, 
why that blast would have transported them to the future. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it has that feeling of like they had completed their mission there or something. Yeah. And, and like that was the, you know, sort of like, I guess if they stayed there, they'd probably all be dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, I guess, you know, Jacob wrong. does say they're coming. Um, yeah. Which always made me think somehow he, he was partially involved in their being transported. Back. Well, and I what I was just going to say, well, maybe it's just as simple as he was there in the 70s when well, they left. there is that. <laughs> there and, is always that. <laughs> but I guess I guess that doesn't really... That doesn't necessarily mean he would know when they would be there in the future, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, unless, unless he somehow could sense it, you know. But again, I mean, that gets to sort of the powers that are very vague. Mm-hmm. Especially related to the time travel, um, like that that whole element of the story is is very very strange. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but there's a lot of cool stuff here in season four uh, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I I really like season four. It's it's in an awkward position, I think. Um, because of the flash forward at the end of season three. And so it's, I, I feel like most shows in general, and I mean, there, there are some problems with this in season three. I mean, when you do this device, um, it can take away some of the tension. Yeah. So, you know, we saw Jack and Kay got off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that until we catch up with them there, I mean, we know that for this whole season on the island, for example, Jack and Kate, if they seem to be in danger, they're going to be fine. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I mean, okay, we know Jack and Kate are probably going to be fine anyway, just confirmed mm-hmm. by TV rules. But, you know, you really know it 100% when you reveal that they get off the island. And, and it becomes even stronger, I think, as they go through the season and they reveal more people who... Yeah. Got off the island. And it's well, like, and that, yeah, and that was a big shift, too. The idea of, okay, well, the whole point of the show is to get off the island. Well, once they do that, the show's over. But it's like, well, yeah. who's to say that they're not, they're done with the island just because they got off the island? Yeah. You know, and I thought that was a great, you know, um, fantastic. A great, a great kind of addition to the drama of the show is that even if they leave the island, like, they're still, like, Jack, of course. This, yeah. still traumatized by what happened and it's, it's not done with it it's not just oh we leave the island and we can move on with their lives it's like you know what's weird is you know jacob got brought them here because they were broken and they they're aren't they still broken by the yeah like i'm thinking of like the end of the show when some people get off and are at like, the end aren't yeah. they still broken aren't they even more broken because they've lost new people that you know mattered to them over the time of the uh, other time. Yeah, the, you could you say know? that. You could say like, that. I mean, maybe like Ben is less broken or something, but, um, yeah. but I, you know, maybe a couple of them are better off in a way. Um, Sawyer or something, but um, Sawyer just lost his. But he did. He did lose love of his life, so I guess that's kind of <laughs> shitty. But he found her too. Yeah. So. You know. <laughs> yeah, but he lost. I mean, he lost her. He lost yeah. Jack. I mean, like yeah. he lost, like you know. Yeah, I get. I yeah. You make a, a valid point. You think he's like more. I don't know. Again, more broke. 
Uh, yeah, but I do think it's essential for what the show's about. You know, I, I think it was a very smart move to say, okay, when they originally crashed there, it was it was out of their control. It was an it was an accident, quote unquote. Yeah. They and they were just like there. They found themselves there with no. But they have to choose now. They mm-hmm. have to say no. We're going. We're going there intentionally, yeah. you know. And I yeah. think that that really changes a story when you have them specifically, you know, decide to go there. Yeah. You know, it's um, it it becomes about something else, you know, than just like we're in this crazy place and we have no, you know, we have yeah. no idea where we are or what we're doing and we just want to leave, you know, because that's God. And any show would have. Yeah, and any show would have had Locke be the one to round them all up and go back to the island. But they were like, no, Locke, screw you. <laughs> You're the worst person we know. Oh, man. <laughs> we don't want anything to do with you. You're crazy. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. When Jack says they have to go back, it's like, oh, okay. But when Locke yeah. says it, uh, like, you know. whatever, old man. Yeah, whatever, dude. You blew up the submarine. We can't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> And you were wet, and we and still don't know wet. why. Still don't know why you were wet. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so the lock story is also something that really kicks into high gear starting now. I think I think basically it started with the cabin, which was right at the tail end of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to they're gonna pick right up with that um, in this episode, I think. And, uh, you know. Oh, la, la. That's his... <laughs> as the french say apparently (laughs) that's his like season four arc you know yeah um you know because at the end he's gonna go back finally go back to the cabin and um you know receive his next instructions so i guess i mean i guess his uh, further instructions you might say his further instructions so it just i don't know am i crazy now like i feel like they never <laughs> connected these dots but now it's sort of like fitting for me um <laughs> i hate when things seem to make sense okay so just uh this seems obvious but okay you know Let's how go. last Let's time they go it. to the cabin like yep he hears a voice that says help me help me so then the next time he goes to the cabin Christian tells him to move the island. Uh-huh. Like, is that just is that just step two of that? Like, he's like, the help me was this. Now I'm gonna help, and this is what I do. Like, is that is that what that is? I always felt like they didn't pick up no, that. No, no. Are we really gonna start this by talking about the cabin? <laughs> I mean, well, just, the cabin's it, in this episode. It's just okay. Well, then, all right. It's, we it's have vaguely to. relevant. We. It's such a nexus for confusion, uh, which is a great band name. Um, <laughs> sorry, as soon as I heard it, it is. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. Just Hello, it. Seattle. We're Nexus for Confusion, <laughs> and we're here to rock. Um, gonna go see the NOC tonight. Oh yeah, NOC. Yeah, nobody rocks like NOC, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so okay, the cabin. Uh, so the the problem. I know it's becomes, a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> why worms? I don't know. Um, 
Open who? Oh, why did you put worms in a can? Who did that? I feel like that's a bad idea. I thought that was like a, it's based on a prank somebody pulled. It's like if you put them, if you put worms in a can, you just at least you shouldn't open it. Yeah, it's like I, I that was like the the first prank ever. Like the whole problem. You no, know, somebody put worms in a can. It was like, oh, watch them open that can of worms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, so my point is that the <laughs> yes. cabin, uh, you know, whenever you talk about the first encounter of the cabin, I think that's in a, you know, that's pre-singularity, right? And the singularity being uh, that point at which whatever they originally had planned for the cabin right. and the inhabitant of the cabin somehow morphed and changed into what it is after that point right right and, and so yeah so that helped me i don't think really connects uh because i think that helped me was about something else yeah um i mean and, i feel that way too but i'm just wondering if that's how they might rationalize it mm-hmm. you know because he he goes there and he he's he's like yeah i speak for jacob and here's your mission you know and like you could view that as him helping Jacob, you know, at least in his mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. Like, things changed. And I, I think as we go through this season, like, I'm, I'm kind of undecided about when they changed. Because I think in this episode, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this episode is before the change or this episode is an attempt to transition. Um, mm-hmm. Because what happens in this episode is, spoiler alert, um, we see the cabin with Christian in it, um, but we also see the eye. Mm-hmm. And the, the eye of Jacob, which is this this image that they, they only use twice. They use it in this episode and in the previous one with the cabin. Yeah, um, It's this really quick shot of an eye. And, I mean, it's implied it's the eye of Jacob in context. Um, and so, and they they never clarified what that was supposed to mean, you know, mm-hmm. whose eye it was supposed to be and so on. It doesn't seem to be Christian's, you know, and Christian is clearly the man in black, according to what they say later. Yeah. Um, so if there's, like, another person there, like, it's kind of weird. Um but yeah, so that's why I'm wondering if it's if it's old plan, if it's a mixture of old and new plans that then changed into an, a third plan, or if it's a transition of like handing over the reins from the old thing that was in the cabin to Christian Man of Black who now is going to be in the cabin. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I do wonder. I am trying to. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to piece together in my head now. Is what uh, the matter? I mean, the if you just show it, I mean, obviously, and the an eye is a very big visual symbol in this show. It's the first and last frame of the series. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even um, that. so I I think I think that I, you know I'm trying to figure out what what is the eye trying to say metaphorically, and maybe that's it. Like eye is vision it's looking through its perspective and maybe it's the handing off of perspective like but uh yeah just i i and yeah we'll we'll watch it let me see how it comes off okay but uh yeah i'm i I am kind of confused about that that whole switch and you know um 
Because they basically said, listen, we have to have a way to have a character, right, who whatever forces in this cabin that we're connecting to the cabin has to actually be an actor we can hire. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think the shot of the eye and then Christian is definitely like that. Like, but it, it but it, it just begs the question, like what, you know, what are this, what are, you know, it's either, um, the eye is man in black and Christian is man in black, or it's, the eye is Jacob and Christian is man in black. It's not the eye is Jacob and Christian is Jacob. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Um, no, definitely not that. And what what's the other permutation? It's not uh, man in black's eye and Christian is Jacob. I know one theory I had at one point was the eye was Jacob and Christian was the smoke monster. And it's the smoke monster that changed. What do you mean? Well, I guess Jacob changed, too. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Mm-mm. No? So, like, <laughs> like I, I, I thought that they maybe changed their idea of what the smoke monster was. Like, mm-hmm. the smoke monster wasn't necessarily Jacob's enemy nemesis brother. Well, that's like. the thing, too, right? They have been in the same place talking before. Yeah. So, is it just them talk? But, but the point is that we see Christian, right? Like... Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird that it's Christian, and also like the way they're portraying Jacob, if that's supposed to be Jacob, is very inconsistent with the way they show him later. Yeah, you know, it's probably both. It's probably the eye is man in black, and then we then it's like him transforming into Christian. Yeah, yeah, I mean there is precedent for him being two people. I think I think we see um. Uh, I think we see Christian in the chair, and then like the eye comes up in the window. We'll see. We'll see how it is in the episode. Yeah, I, I, it's been a while, obviously, um, to like see what seems like it makes the most sense. Um, but it's always hard. I mean, I feel like playing this game is like, I mean, whatever. It's very lost. We're we're working in complete uncertainty because there's there's just there's so many levels that could be the issue. Like. There's mm-hmm. what they were trying to convey. There's what they actually showed and what their intentions were. And, you know, like, it's really hard to know. We don't know what they were thinking. And based on that, it's hard to judge, like, what we're looking at. Here's a here's a crackpot theory I think that could be a thing. Um, we know that Horace built the cabin, right? Oh God, yeah. Don't. Oh man. So yeah. perhaps that's yeah. the eye of Horus. <laughs> oh no. You know they like their Egyptianography. Oh, no. oh, that's hilarious. Like Horus's ghost or something. Like that's Horus in Horus yeah. apparition. Yeah. I I guess that's not. That's really not totally inconsistent with what they show in other places. Um, that's kind of interesting. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Um, what I will say is that I think by the end of this season, Cabin Fever, you know, when we go back to the cabin, mm-hmm. it seems to me that by that point, we got we got Christian Shepherd in there. We got, he's there with Claire. It seems to me that the later version is is in place. It seems to me that we got... 
Christian Shepard definitely being the man in black, having corrupted Claire or whatever, and pretending to speak for Jacob. And all that seems to work for me. It doesn't feel to me like they changed something after that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds right. So I think, I think the change, either, either this is a transitional episode, or the change happens during the writer strike, which was a theory I had for mm-hmm. a while. Um, that 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 time off, they thought about the story and came up with some new ideas or some different ideas from what they were doing before. Yeah. Um, like variations or whatever. I do think Horace building the cabin is one of the details I I still don't understand. I mean, I mean, I I like it's fine. Like somebody built the cabin, right? It's not the cabin is not uh, it's just like everything on Lost. Like it it's not just some magical thing that appeared. It mm-hmm. somebody built it, you know. Except so, for the lighthouse. <laughs> I still don't get the lighthouse. I think somebody built the lighthouse. I don't know. But why can no one see it? Well, unless you're magic powered. Because, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. But, yeah. Right. So, like, it's there. You know, someone built it. So, Horace built it fine. But on the other hand, like, I don't I don't know why they told us. Like, I just, I, I, I can't. Well, because wouldn't we be asking, wow, I wonder who built the cabin? Yeah, but couldn't we ask that about any number of other strange structures that they didn't tell us? But don't we know? We know like the statue. Built, well, we or, know we built all those things. Like the stuff down in the cave, um, the lighthouse, like you just mentioned. Um, I mean, the temple. You well, know. Well, don't forget. I mean, this that what was that was season three when they were you know out of things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was season three when they're out of things to talk about? When we saw Horace at the cabin. No, 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 no. That's it's coming up. It's season four. Oh, that's season four. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's... it's cabin fever. We at this stage we haven't learned that's that right. yet. Oh We don't wow. know. It's it's kind of interesting to me in retrospect. Like the first episode where we see the cabin is the first episode where we get a Dharma flashback and we see Horace. Yeah. And yet, there is no apparent connection in that episode. Okay, okay. It plays in a strange way. Like, I always thought, it's sort of like, it's telling Ben's backstory, but it doesn't doesn't really seem to have anything to do with the mission to the cabin that they do in the present day. Mm -hmm. Looking back, though, it's like, it seems like some weird plan. Um, Well, isn't it? Yeah, but it shows his birth wasn't on the island, right? Yeah. Which is a thing that... That was a big reveal. Yeah, that was one big thing they did. I was born here. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Classic Ben. But, yeah, yeah, so it's the end of this season. So, you know, there... And and also, it's in the second half. It's in the post-writer strike stuff, which means it's in the part where they're, you know, uh, pressed for time. And they're trying to get uh, the end of the season, you know, yeah. as quickly as possible because they had to re- reduce the number of episodes for the production to work. And, but they considered that a detail that was worth including in that period. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I agree with you. If they did it in season three, uh, well, you know what? It would make you know more sense. You know what it is? It's um, 
This is my two cents. I think it's the numbers. I think it's uh, here is the origin of this thing that seems super. And that's all it is. And the origin is super normal and just a guy building. Yeah, just the guy built a cabin. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Probably what it is. But it's just, I. But Horace, I don't know. I just, I I mean, I guess it had to be somebody and. Horace was having problems with Amy. Okay, they had a baby on the way. (laughs) He needed, you know, he was just he needed a place to drink and be alone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We did, and remember us talking about a crackpot theory that somehow Man in Black made him build the cabin? Yeah, yeah. Something. And then there's been so much talk. Oh, man. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's valid in a way. I, I always wanted them to expound a little bit more. Because, you know, the, the problem also with Horace, the Horace story, and there are those who believe Horace did not, in fact, build a cabin, um, <laughs> is oh. that, you know... The only way the we cabiners. Yeah, are these called? are the cabin truther. <laughs> cabin truthers, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only source, I mean, the only reason we think Horace built the cabin is because you know he says that in this dream that mm-hmm. Locke has, you know. Yeah. And the dream uh, sends him to Horace's body where there's a little map where he can find the cabin, and that's where Christian's waiting. So. I mean, it's possible that the whole thing was just made up to lead him there. You know, it doesn't have to be true. It probably is true, but it doesn't have to be true. But didn't, 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 uh... Because I think actual real Horace, the Horace, Horace guy, never specifically acknowledged the cabin. And that was something I always wanted them to do, you know, when we're actually seeing Horace, like, all the time in the 70s. And Locke had no idea who Horace was, right? When he saw him in the dream. Yeah, no, I think I think he just knew he was a guy from Dharma. Um. Hmm. So like that, that's that's kind of that's kind of how it works. Like he he tells him he's been dead for blah 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 years. He has this Dharma thing, and so he knows to go to the pit that Ben showed him where he put all the bodies after the purge. You know, so that's that's why. That's why it works, I guess. But, and that's just where, is that where Ben shows up to kill him? Yeah, he, isn't that where Ben tries to kill Locke? Well, yeah, last season, that's where he shot him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're going to go back there, and this time, he won't shoot him. He'll, uh, you know, get the map, and uh, they'll go to the cabin. Yeah, so that's the thing, right? Horace has the map to the cabin. Yeah. But so, it could have been planted <laughs> by the man in black. But why, why plant, why, why do that? Well, it is ridiculous, but it wouldn't be the first time, you know. Why not just give him a dream and tell him he has to go to the cabin? Well, it's a fair point. Uh, but, you know, this kind of thing happens in stories. Uh, overly elaborate you know, plans to lead someone to go somewhere or do something, you know, like it's a thing. So I I think it's possible, but I agree. I mean, I agree that he built the cabin. I don't really doubt it. It's Mm -hmm. just like, in a way, we don't have specific confirmation from the real. Well, that's, I mean, everything on the show goes in that category. (laughs) That's kind of true. Yeah. 
But I always wanted, you know, even just a throwaway line, like, oh, man, someday I should build a cabin. Or, you know, this makes me, like, just want to go out in the woods and, like, build a cabin yeah. and live there. You know, if, if they just did that, it would have connected he the never, dots. He never said cabin? I don't think so. I don't think so. And it's weird because I think, I think the first time we see him in season five, he's, like, drunk and he's, like... Uh, wandering out by the wall or something. And I really thought it was going to be like the impetus for him to go build the cabin. But uh, yeah, no, no, didn't even mention it. No, no cabin talk. I was very disappointed. Yeah. I just, I, it's a superfluous detail. You know, I guess it serves a function. I guess now that I think about it in terms of like leading Locke there, giving him clues, something he can find. I guess I see the logic from that point of view. Yeah. But but in terms of, yeah, like, why it would be... I mean, I guess it just could have been any Dharma person. And that, and that would have had the same... You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like it matters it was Horace. Yeah, they just picked a character that we knew. That we would know from Dharma. Yeah. yeah, which we did at that time, which is, you know, coming up in season four, we don't know very many Dharma characters, you know, because we've only seen that one Dharma flashback, you know, and then like Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. And it wasn't going to be oh, Kelvin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. Oh, that's a meme that needs to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, your adversary, Kelvin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, your adversary. <laughs> you got to kill me and push me in a while. Uh, uh, if anyone's seen The Leftovers, hopefully you get why we're saying that. Um, and and you definitely should. Totally it's, still, it's still on topic. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we did a podcast about it, it um, on Mr. Podcast. Funny. Um, you yeah. should check that out if you haven't already we did a commentary on the first and last episodes of season 2 which is really good and uh, you should definitely check it out if you have. where could they find that podcast Justin? well uh, if they um, I think probably the easiest way is if they do um... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what the easiest way to get there is so I mean if you go to the lostlowdown.com um, on the on the right, there's a little link to Mr. Podcast. If you want to go direct, it's mrmr-podcast.blogspot.com. You can go straight to the blog. It's also on iTunes if you look up Mr. Podcast, um, and you can get it there. Nice. Well, that's really high tech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have a. I don't think we have a specific URL for Mr. Podcast. Uh, well, they could always go to Mr. Podcast.blogspot.com. That's true. That will work. That works. So, all right. Well, let's get into the episode. Um, okay. And we all of our answers, all of our questions, will be answered uh, about the cabin in this episode. They always are. All so right. are we are we going straight to the episode? Oh, that's right. Gonna... So on the season four disc, uh, there is a little uh, recap of the previous uh, seasons, lost in eight minutes fifteen seconds. So 
Yeah, we're going to watch that. Um, you could probably... You think that's on YouTube? It seems like something that would be on YouTube. Um, let me just do a quick check here. Yeah, there it is. Did you find it? Yeah. Yeah, so if you Google Lost in 815... Um, oh, yeah, there it find is. a couple videos and uh, maybe sync that up with us if you wanted to... Uh, or if you're following along on disc, you probably have it too. So, yeah, we'll do a countdown, yeah. and then we'll go and do that little bit, and then we'll get into uh, Season 4, Episode 1. Yeah. Sounds Oops. good. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll have to just, like, click... We'll have to do the countdown, and then I guess we'll do the usual sync, and then see what happens. Yeah. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. She's speaking very fast. Yeah. You gotta talk fast if you wanna sum it all up. Are we synced up? Uh almost. All Claire got in her recap was she's cute and pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, it was kinda sad. I was just like, that's all there is? <laughs> no more? Like polar bears. Yeah, I know. Oh, that was important. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being amazed they felt the need to mention... A French woman speaking French. All right, so that was the end of the pilot. Yep. And this is White Rabbit. Yeah. This has been a great to see every all the all the seasons like this, just like <laughs> the cliff notes. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, that's that's a season said, three explanation. It should have said previous inhabitants. Yeah, I I think I think that's uh, they get the benefit of they don't really know what the others are at this point, so yeah. they're just saying the thing that appears to be true. Yeah, I definitely feel like some of these details. Didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's how we got in the lost right there. That five second yeah, summation of Desmond. <laughs> that was it. I really liked saving the world, she says. Yeah. And then they cut to Jack. Saving the world. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, and other forty eight uh -oh. days. So good. Oh, so good. 
Sun <laughs> and are happy to see Yeah, gets jealous. She sees a horse and freaks out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember all this detail about, like, what Kate did or whatever. I was just like, really? Kate freaks out? Like, they don't talk about when everybody freaks out. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's not so much they think as Danielle told them. Yeah. Which was a mistake. He's drunk. Of course. They're mentioning the statue. I like that she lets us know it's very strange. (laughs) We're not supposed to think it's normal. Oh, God. Uh oh. Did this guy turn purple? <laughs> I never saw it. Snow hut someplace. A snow hut someplace? Wow, that's what we're supposed to think? The hat's blue. It calls up, and now you can see the future. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, when you sum it up like that, it sounds ridiculous. Alright, so this is the beginning of season three. So it looks like halfway through, they hit season three. Okay. Wow, so they're going to have a lot more detail on this last season. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, all the subtext is gone. They're telling us exactly what's happening and why. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where I feel like when I watch it, that's not how I would summarize it, necessarily. Yeah. Mr. Friendly throws, like, a girl. That was actually a detail we were supposed to get. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember it's, like, kind of jokey. Is that, like, a gay joke? Because we learned later... Oh, God, day, So now he throws, that. like, a girl. God, I wonder if that is what that is. That's so weird. That, that is... was supposed to be a hint? Yeah, yeah, because they are going to tell us that this season. Yeah, just leave her alone. <laughs> that was his big speech. She's wearing a wig. <laughs> I love that moment. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, based on that summary... Okay, I can't even talk. There's too much information. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, 
overwhelming. Very sad. Very, very sad. <laughs> the others come for pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, see, this is all, like, a lot more detailed. Yeah. They're, like, they're going, like, scene by scene almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patchy. Patchy! He did have a name that we knew. Yeah. It didn't really happen in that order. Yeah. Cool new phone. Nothing went. Wow. What was that last part? Some will leave and some will not. Find out who in 2000. Oh, nice. Did you see like a six flash? That was a weird flash of like the number six on the screen between the scene. It was really weird. No. Um. That's. Uh, cool. Well. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really... So, I guess what I was going to say is, like, sometimes they sort of gave an interpretation, but with all the mystery stuff, they kind of just described what happened on screen. Yeah. They didn't really try to interpret it. So, like, the, the description of what happened in the cabin was just, like, what it appeared to be. Yeah, but it was a little bit of, like, what we talked about before of, like, okay, Ben feels threatened, that's why he takes him there. Right. And then, you know, they basically kind of said it, like, Locke hears Jacob. Uh, yeah. Well, not Jacob, but Locke hears a voice. They say Jacob. Cause oh, that's... they did say Jacob, because that's who it was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Locke hears Jacob, and then they say, now Ben is even more threatened, you know? Yeah. Um, so, that was a little, yeah. I mean, that, that helped a little bit to make it clear, but... uh. Yeah, sometimes the subtext, they just said what it was. Like, yeah. uh, Kate Kate and Sawyer thinks he's going to die, so they have sex. Like, right. that's just it. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. The end. The end. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, wow, that was a lot of information. There's a lot happened. Uh, all that stuff in season three, and oh, God sent me a pilot. I mean, God sent me a, a doctor. <laughs> Yeah. Airplane, yeah. yeah. What else would yeah. it be? Yeah, what that's but, that's but, but by God, does he mean Jacob or is he does he believe in both? Things? Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what he means. Because Jacob later, did send him in a certain sense, but not for Ben. But then later it's you know, God can't see this island, so Right. Right. Uh, but he's probably lying. Yeah, that's that's it's in character, so it's yeah, hard it's to know thing. what to make of that. That's a weird one. Uh, and like, oh, the but I pressed the I didn't press the button and nothing happened. Oh man, oh it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy that stuff. But yeah, it's I mean it's definitely interesting what they 
chose to focus on. Very, very broad strokes, um, mm-hmm. especially for the earlier stuff. Um, the later it got, the more they were telling us, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm, okay. I'm surprised that, I mean, I guess it's just, it's fresh and stuff, but I'm surprised, I guess there's no way around it, but I'm surprised, I'm gonna finish, that they mentioned <laughs> the pregnancy issues, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, um, I, I believe, and I guess we'll see if I'm wrong, that that's not really going to come up for the rest of the show, or if so, very briefly. Yeah. I don't think the others are going to talk about it anymore. I think Juliet might reference it once or twice um, later, but uh, uh, but it's it's not a thing anymore. You know, mm-hmm. once once that mission fails, like, basically the others go to the temple and... They're kind of gonna wait there um, for a while. Well, it goes back to what we said before about Ben, right? It's really only mattered because it mattered to him, right? Like, yeah, it that was like his most thing. people were kind of over it. Yeah, and totally right. You know, and I think they had this kind of sub story there with Sun and Jin, and Sun getting pregnant, and yeah. that somehow like ending that storyline. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was uh, yeah, but once Ben is on to bigger and better things, uh, more conflict. Um, yeah, it's not even a thing. He's not thinking about it. Yeah, so maybe there's a little more in terms of, like, Sun has to get off the island, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so maybe that's maybe that's why they needed to include it. But it just, yeah, it's a, you know, for example, they didn't tell us about Jack's tattoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they threw that. They didn't. They didn't mention, like... Fire plus water, and, like, the baby had to they be didn't baptized. Mention, uh, they didn't mention Locke and uh, uh, Sawyer, you know, with uh, the real Sawyer. They didn't mention any of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. They cut that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I was thinking, like, some of the stuff they were telling us, I was like, well, this is character stuff, you know? So that's, yeah. that's why, you know, I would think that shouldn't matter. But it, it does seem like that's also a thing that, once it's over, it doesn't really matter anymore, mm-hmm. you know? I guess it's a turning point for Sawyer to, like, meet him and actually, like, kill the guy that he's been obsessing about for all that time. And so it's sort of yeah. like, once, it, once he kills him, it is over, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, there's not a lot of discussion of it later. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of... So I, so I can see why they would cut it out but it does seem like a significant moment i don't know mm-hmm. uh all right you ready to start the episode? get into the real thing here yeah without uh there's the, nothing uh, like the real thing the jokey commentary <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right yes let's do that thing all right let me know when you're ready Everybody get your players ready if you're going to sync up and watch with us. The beginning of the end. Okay. I am ready. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oops, there's another thing after play. Oh, season play? Yeah, it's fine. 
continue season play at the beginning. All right, here we go. Okay, one more you time. Got, you got stuck on the season play menu <laughs> like I did. Uh, play the beginning of the end without tracking with season play. Does it matter which one it is? That's the one I did. I don't think it matters too much. But... Okay, so play the beginning of the end without tracking within season play. <laughs> and five, All right. four, three, two, one. Previously on Lost is one of my favorite phrases ever. It's a great phrase. I'm not on a boat. Boat? What's a boat? Who's on a boat? <laughs> oh, Kate. Not yet, honey. Look at this back guy. Back in the back. That knife throwing from season one came in handy. It did, finally. Patchy. Fucking patchy. <laughs> Uh-oh, titular line. You gotta get a fix. Sit tight. Because I like to fix things. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, they piled up fruit on the island. I assume that's what we're supposed to think. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you think that? <sighs> that looks so fake. <laughs> The yeah, that footage on TV looks so fake. Yeah, yeah, it looks like um like Hot Wheels or something. Yeah, it looks like toy cars. <laughs> so who's this guy pouring a vodka in orange juice, Ooh. making a screwdriver at what appears to be wow. four or five o'clock? What? Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Not our That's favorite alcoholic. alcoholic. I know TV's favorite do- <laughs> alcoholic doctor. <laughs> And there's a long list. <laughs> That's true. That's actually a thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's all the stress from the job. So, I mean, what's great, right, is... I mean, it looks like an action movie. It just yeah. looks like they're filming and someone's going to yell, cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. It feels like Dale. it's like expose or something. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Like uh, a thing within a thing. Like yeah. it's super hype hype uh heightened. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think left hand, he's left handed, folks. <laughs> Is he really left handed? No. Is that a thing? Okay. I don't think so. They're oh blocking his view. Who is it? Oh, God. Tony Banderas. Oh I. Oh, my God. God. Uh. America's favorite Hurley. So you're asking yourself, whoa. Yeah. When, when was this? Because this must be a flashback. To, you know, yeah. either either they're off the island or this is before they went on the island. 
And then he says that. Oceanic Six, yeah. That's a good example like, of like the extra thing. Because it's like, yeah. it's not just Hurley got off. There's six, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's where that mystery begins. Well, not only that, it's not, it's like another thing, too, of like not just a crazy car chase where Hurley's involved, but it's yeah. also all of this, you know. Wow, the TV has a DVD and VHS player. I remember <laughs> one of those so bad. I had one of those for it's a while. the best. Yeah, it's really handy. Look, oh, it's, look it's Michael Cutlets. It's, it's Abraham. <laughs> it's Abraham from Walking Dead. I wonder who his partner is. I hope she's no one we know. Yeah, probably not. No one ever knows anybody on the show. Uh-uh. There's no connections on this show. <laughs> All right, let's listen to what he's saying. Yeah. So, I they might have said, but I'm actually a little confused about what happened. With with what what happened? Did like he, he thought he saw Charlie or something and then he just started driving crazy okay. and they chased him? Is that what happened? I guess so. I missed it too. Because I don't quite understand, like, why they were chasing him. <laughs> I think he got that mole taken off. <laughs> the bigger you sure it's not just hidden by the bigger mustache? No, because I've seen him in other stuff, and I think I think he did get it removed. No more mole? Oh. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I guess he was just speeding. Like, but it just seems weird to me. Like, there would be so many police cars. Well, it's because you know he was probably speeding, and one cop tried to pull him over, and he didn't stop, and so now it's a police chase. Okay, and they just it called for backup or something. Kept going. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is a weird image. Yeah. It's a weird image. Because, like, he didn't see that. Right. He didn't, you know, that was, like, a Charlie... <laughs> That's a weird reaction. Yeah. You don't usually get that. Look what I did. I'm Jack. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty satisfied. Yeah. He, I mean, Naomi did die. Mm-hmm. And Locke is, like, outcast. Yeah. We won't mention that yet. But I guess it could have been worse. Yeah. Oh, I remember this whole thing. Mm -hmm. This is so crazy.
Wow. And you think, okay, well, yeah, we know they get off. So they get that'll off. Be, that'll be in what? One episode? Two episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Wrapping things up. <laughs> my, like my baby. Was that a pun? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That was so weird. Oh, they don't know he's dead, right? Yeah. Because she's not crying. Yeah, they uh, they only find out, I think, when Desmond comes back. Yeah, she just told... Yeah. She just, Rose just told her to give him a blowjob. Yeah. At the very <laughs> least. That's weird. That is really weird. I remember this. Yeah. It was great. Oh, man. These pronouncements. Yeah. And I remember really believing this. I was like, well, yeah. And you, you, it, you, when you hear that, you just don't know what he means. And it, is it... Because yeah. when you hear that, you think, oh, there's some force that will, to 100% certainty, kill them all. Yeah. Not like, well, there's some mercenaries who will come and try to kill them, and it yeah. may or may not succeed. You know, it's just so absolute. Yeah, he states it so absolutely, like you said, as though <laughs> just their being there guarantees their death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was the last time Bernard ever talked to her. Like. <laughs> I feel like we don't, we'll never get this scene again because Bernard was like, that guy's crazy. <laughs> and the last thing I said to that crazy man was cannonball. Yeah, I told him to cannonball so I could get a diversion and get out of here. <laughs> And he laughed at him like he's doing it. Yep. Is there even the water down there? I always That's feel a, like... <laughs> me too. Like, what? it looks dangerous. Like, it's like he's just gonna hit the rocks. Yeah. Now he's free and he's happy. And this will always feel this way. That timing was ridiculous. Like, he cannonballed as the boat was pulling in. Yep. Like, he ran past them <laughs> to do the cannonball. Whoa. Uh-oh. Not the boat! I love this. Yeah, you know, the thing about Lost, and they do several big things in one scene. I mean, this is like five big things in yeah. one scene. I love that, like, they're not who they say they are. Who are they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> and I'm like, well, what did you, what did you actually, con- what information did you actually convey this? It's, it's such a lost answer, you know? It's just like, yeah. they're not this, but that doesn't necessarily tell you much. Yeah. You know, and what did they really say they were? I mean, they were there from Penny. They're not from Penny. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so sort they of like, lied. That okay, sinister. does that mean they're evil? Yeah, it doesn't have to. And some of them certainly aren't evil. Some, uh... Yeah, some, uh... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I love this. I love this. Oh, this is so great. It's so ridiculous! Yeah, this now whole from Ben. sequence of events is insane. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah, the fact that she, like, was lying there and then she crawled away. And there's even more to that story. It's so (laughs) ridiculous. Fucking Hurley. They could have just killed them all, that move. Yep. <laughs> Kimi will appreciate that. <laughs> There's so much craziness. I just remember all the craziness with like calling calling Smokey and he comes and fights Kimi. Oh yeah. And all that. Oh man. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, this is great. Yep. Yep. Oh, Jack. Six hours. Six hours. They're going to be on the boat laughing. Six hours. (laughs) Oh, Jack. He's so optimistic. So, I think that's all the levels. Um,. I mean, we don't know them all yet, but, like, so Ben probably saw her. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually does make a fake trail. Kate's right. Yeah. Kate yeah. says she's not going to go, but she goes anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Jack can, Jack is convinced Locke, I mean, Ben is safer in his custody. Yep. Like, yep. there's just so much going on. <laughs> and then we cut to this. Oh, Yeah. Right, and they're all like, oh shit, we better arm up and <laughs> get ready for the big fight. Here, I'm thinking I was going to get a good night's sleep. It's like a Humphrey Bogart line. Yeah, right? And then <laughs> then the freighter had to walk into my <laughs> island. <laughs> 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 
Right after I gave you meds, we're mm-hmm. going to have a weird Oh, thing. shit. I yeah, forgot man. about this. Yeah, man. I was not thinking about this guy. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, something weird happened with this guy, too. So that's a lie. Yeah, definitely a lie. He's, uh, he's Remy Denton. <laughs> Fisk, uh, Fisk and him. <laughs> or Tusk, I Tusk. mean, yeah. Yeah. Tusk and Widmore, same person. Oh, God. Yeah, that's weird. In a way, he is that type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that he checks. Yeah. 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 It's weird, because if you know everything, that's not a scary situation. It's not necessarily a threat. Although, no. they do, we'll have to talk about it, they do half want to tell us later that maybe Widmore was gonna kill Oceanic Six or something. Yeah. Um. So maybe there's a threat there, but it does seem more just like he's trying to get information. Yeah. You know, because Widmore wants to go back. Yeah. And actually, I, I'm not sure about the timeline, but has Widmore talked to Jacob at that point? Like, is he on a mission from Jacob to get back to the island? In which case, like, no, that's it's definitely not way later. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I guess I, I don't know. I, I guess that, that happened after the freighter stuff. Like well, the that, freighter that is after was... the freighter stuff. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm confused. I mean, I think Widmore tries the freighter operation, which is Widmore being bad. Yeah. And then after that fails, then 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 he talks to Jacob, and then he's like, "Oh, okay." Well, so that's I'll... what's going on in Flash Forward. So. Yeah. So maybe he has. To... Spoken to Jacob by that point. Oh, I see. The Abaddon thing is after. It's in the future, yeah. Uh, sure. 
<laughs> In which case, I think Curly's definitely not. Oh shit! Here we go. Yeah. So here's here's the here's the infamous scene with so whispering. The whispers is weird. I mean, it's good atmosphere, but it's not good, you know, plot wise. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't really add up. There shouldn't be a connection. Well, no, it, sh- it could be the the ghost people warning. Just him the about warning. The yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Lost always makes sense. As long as you add as many elements as you can. <laughs> Fucking Finn. What do you say? He said, tell him she's getting a really big bottle of firewood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. And Kate even took the phone. <laughs> yeah. That was the extra thing. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Well, that and that you know, I don't know if we ever really kind of fleshed that out, but the idea that Kate was supposed to be the original leader of of the Losties yeah. is kind of interesting that she does this. Like maybe that's yeah. the, her this personality trait is the result of like she's she's like Jack in a lot of ways. You know, yeah. she doesn't mind taking things and and just like be, you know. Following her instincts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if it gets her in trouble. Yeah, and it usually does. Like th- like now. Like literally right now. Because <laughs> it's like, it's not enough that Naomi made a fake trail and shit. She also yeah. managed to like climb in a tree. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Oh, Nick. Na- Naomi. Oh, she, she's in the tree. <laughs> yeah, that was just, uh, that was uh, a panic. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I remember thinking, like, oh, now we're going to see the real evil Naomi. Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, she just got... A knife thrown in her back. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't trust these people. She has it's, no idea who they're like. It's not unreasonable for her to behave like this. Yeah. Like, how is she going to understand, oh, well, actually, Locke was an outcast, and we didn't want him to do that, you know? Like, like our leader is going to kill him next time they meet. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, why is she going to believe that? That oh, headband right. is keeping the wig on. <laughs> Every time I see that, that's all I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hit. Hit. <laughs> and this is when she proves she's, she's, she's kind of good. Yeah, I guess so. Although not quite. Because she gives him a code. Yeah, oh, you're right. She's she just being smart in this scene so she won't get killed by Kay. Exactly. She appears to cover for her, but she actually tells him. Look how many. Yeah, I love Lost. There's just so much going on. Yeah, it's really involved. Everything's it's, something else. Yep. <laughs> I 
And America waits to find Naomi's sister. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was waiting. Oh, yeah. God, I was waiting. Back to the cabin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't geez. believe they cut away from the cabin and did another scene. Yeah. That's how heightened this episode yeah. is. They can do that. There's that much going on. It's it's ridiculous. The cabin looks different. Yeah, it does. It's got like a porch now. Yeah, did it not have a porch before? I don't think it didn't not seem like, like a it wide did. porch. Yeah. There's a dog. There's a creaking. So that should be Christian. That's the eye. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just an eye though. It was an actual. It's a whole, whole face. Person I mean, hit. you you yeah. see the eye with light on it, but yeah, it's it's a whole person. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's Christian, if you see what I mean. So this thing here is like also an extra element of the cabin that, you know, defies explanation in a way. Yeah. And I do wonder, you know, is this have anything to do with Hurley? You know, like, yeah, did he just counteract whatever? was happening it's very weird like he he is in touch with ghosts and stuff so and then Locke shows up i know so that's a, that, that always seemed like a weird coincidence when i went back and watched that yeah when they get back he seems normal but before the commercials it was like what could this be man in black yeah see that's what i that's what it kind of seems, but like this seems like normal Locke. Of course, he did kind of seem like normal Locke for a while. I'm sure that's what Desmond said. Mm-hmm. As sure as that is. Yeah, I think we can track this lock all the way to the one who dies. So I think um, it can't be Man in Black. Mm-hmm. Title of the show. Oh my God. I didn't remember a titular line. Yeah. It's crazy. What are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to that. And why you are wet. Why were you wet? (laughs) Reunions are... One of the things they love doing. Oh, these are all the people who left, and they're going back to the. Oh man, yeah. they all. I remember thinking they all, all three groups meet in this one spot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was that a plan, or did it just happen? It just happened, just like life. 
She's always picking at him. Literally. I know. I know. <laughs> Let me just dig my finger in your wound. <laughs> That's how you know it's true love. Oh, yeah. Where's, now they got to share all this bad news. Where's Charlie? Oh, don't see Charlie. Whenever a character walks up with a face like that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not good news. Mm-hmm. I remember um, in the podcast for this one, I remember you're saying uh, it seemed like they were trying to outact each other. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. With their crying faces. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> and this. Oh, the meaningful igloo. The ick. Why is he dragging igloo, guys? <laughs> oh, that was so weird. Yeah, so here's another. The show upping the ante. Yeah. Yeah. Is he talking about that guy, like, behind Charlie? Or did he literally? Literally, after he says Charlie is dead, the next shot is Charlie being alive. Yeah. That's what Lost does so well. They cut out out all the fat, and they just give you, like, all of the meat, and it's just, like, back to back. Yeah. Did did Charlie know Hurley could see dead people? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. The thing is, actually, it was a theory I had. I don't think he could until he got off the island. The only counter to that is Dave. Because I I don't think there's anything else he really saw before he gets off the island. True. It seems like him getting off the island was was a trigger or something. Or like he picked it up on the island somehow. Yeah. That slap is a is a is a trope for not dreaming or imagining things. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. They even did that with Dave. Yeah. I'm looking at this scene thinking, how can this be Man in Black? Yeah. Yeah, so I... That was a crackpot theory I had at a certain point. Um, Because there's a direct line from this to the vision that Jack has of Christian later. Mm Mm-hmm. And... You know... If it's not Man in Black, why is he saying that? Where is this well, from? And yeah, and when Hurley, back to your point, when Hurley sees dead people, he sees them on the island. Right. So, yeah. I, maybe one of the things they changed was Man in Black's ability to yeah. 
uh, Lake Islands or, uh, or like jacked yeah, up the island, or jacked up the island. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I definitely feel like that, uh, the Christian image is supposed to be the same one and, and the smoke alarm goes off. <laughs> yeah. And I think <laughs> it's over that. man in black knows that, you know, you could read it this way. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah. This, but I was just going to say, Man in Black knows that Locke isn't going to get the job done having the Losties come back to the island. Right. So he projects himself with different people to help convince him. Yeah. Which seems very logical. Yeah. Oh, it's sort of like, if it's not that, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Love this. It's so great. Well, Jack, I was just about to tell you that we're we're friends, but right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, I can always punch you. Yeah. He's lucky it wasn't loaded. He totally right. would have shot him in the face. Oh my god. Oh. So ridiculous. Big speech. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, that is such a ridiculous quote. It's... <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's why you're the villain of the show. Yep. Nice. <laughs> nice. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. <laughs> And then another character walks in, and then another character walks in. <laughs> Can you imagine being a red shirt going like, I don't it's, know anything that's going so on confusing. here. It's so confusing. They're all yelling about plot lines I have never seen. Yeah. It's crazy. She covered for us. No, but no one's there to say no yet. Mm-hmm. Because I think of everything. <laughs> I'm the guy who thinks of things. <laughs> Uh-oh. I remember wanting his speech to be a little more inspiring. Yeah. Here we but go. But I guess that's Locke. And I love this because this is definitely an interpretation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I think that's an interpretation. He he decided to convey that it's not Penny's boat. That doesn't necessarily mean. Like, it's information. It doesn't necessarily mean he didn't want him to be rescued anymore, I think. And he didn't... It's basically all that they're saying is they're imposters. But it doesn't... That doesn't... I mean, that usually means they have malintent. It's deception, sure. He's basically saying we shouldn't necessarily trust them. But not like we should go to war with them or anything. Exactly. And I don't know that Charlie would necessarily say, like, go with Locke. Yeah. 
mean, maybe, but it's 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 definitely a classic thing. Like, here's what I think he meant by that, and here's what I think I should do because of that. Because, and that's the question they're not asking. Okay, well, if it's not Penny's boat, whose whose boat is it? Who, yeah. who who are these people then? Yeah. It's a whole different show. Like, this is such a deciding moment, right? Yeah, like, this is a huge, huge thing. He needs to throw a few more dishes. Right. Yeah, I remember that being crazy. Like, Ben being this huge figure and, and seeing yeah. like a big villain. And then now he's just a prisoner and going along with the bigger plan and everybody else. I remember being slapped. Oh, this is huge! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I want Locke to be eating an orange right now. This is so classic. This is like... Yeah. James? Uh Uh-oh. Leave you. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not gonna even remember your face. Make self-destructive choices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Create regrets. <laughs> and then it rains. Yeah. I remember being surprised Jack let Ben go so easily. Yeah. Especially Wait, with Locke. Yeah. He was just ready to shoot. A second ago. But yeah, this this dividing line is is yeah, this this is, the show is just not the same now. Yeah. Exactly. They're not one group of people all against the same enemy with the same goal. Yeah. Like now they're fractured, yeah. And that never really goes away. Well, I was going to say maybe that that's kind of a long-term structure is the group is unified, then it fractures, yeah. and then it tries to get back to unity. And that's what happens yeah. at the very, very end Yeah. with with the main characters. Right. Uh, is they're all unified in the afterlife. That's true. I mean, that's usually, that's the bare bone of structure. Story structure is unity, disunity, and unity. So right. they're kind of doing that. Yeah. Horace? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Ultimate conspiracy. Horace. So, yeah, what's weird is the last time, the end of the season, we saw Jack, but that was Jack with the beard. We got to go back, Jack. Now we're at Jack before that, right? Yeah. He hasn't grown into the Jack that wants to go back. Yeah, and there it is. he has the line about the beard, yeah. They want to make Thank it clear you. that, like, even though yeah. this is a flash forward, within the flash forward, yeah. it's a flashback. <laughs> I feel like I did the same thing when we first watched this, is, like, right about that moment, I have the realization, I gotta think through yeah. who this Jack is in the timeline, and then they have that line. Yeah. It helps solidify. This is, like, shortly after the crash, or the they come back. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, tell what? Yeah, tell what, Hurley? We yeah, that was tell. the other thing, too. The Oceanic Six had this whole secret. Oh, the secret. Yeah, oh, the lie. The lie. The lie. <laughs> oh, man, not the lie. <laughs> Nothing's ever simple with these people. Never. Never. We got a lie because... Because we got a lot, because we had to protect people, so we have to lie. Yeah, Windmore? I don't remember why they have to lie exactly. Because people will find the island, so they have to say where he's dead, yeah. Um, oh man, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking, oh my god, what happened? Because he went with Locke. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Yeah, this is great. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. That's probably the most threatening Hurley to ever <laughs> show. Yeah, definitely. Never say never. I mean, they're clearly, like, building the the seed for Jack to reach that point where he wants to go back. Yeah. I mean, that's great, though. I mean, the start of character completely diametrically opposed yeah. to where he's going to end up. That we know he's going to end up there. Yeah. It's great. Because time is going more slowly? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. Maybe it was a hundred years ago. Maybe it was. That's not thunder. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have seen it before, but that seemed like the obvious line. Fake <laughs> helicopter. Totally fake. Although it looks more like a helicopter than the thing that plopped Naomi. Yeah, they got they got some extra money for this. Yeah, I can at least see blades and like the body and you know, it has the correct general shape and sound. Oh, this is so crazy! Yeah. Oh my god. Are you Jack? Are you kidding me? What? Wow. Well, that guy's obviously pure evil. Well, you know, I, I I got this strange feeling just from that one scene that he might be <laughs> the son of one of the original uh, oh leaders of the island who was who was probably married to Widmore when he was the leader of the island. Um, if if the thing is like <laughs> those those elements are available. If anyone saw that, was like, oh my god, I think that's the son of Miss Hawking. Miss Hawking, Winmore. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Everyone would have been like, that's the stupidest, ridiculous theory I've ever heard. Yeah. And yeah. it would be totally right. It'd be totally completely right. <laughs> Cause it's, if, hey, this is the guy who's going to help them get back to the future okay. uh, after they time travel. And luck is, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. And it, it, it hasn't even gotten crazy yet. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just barely the start yeah. of that. I, I think that's what's weird about Lost is, like, if you think about it, everything that happens is crazy. And then, like, every new thing that happens is, is even crazier. And then crazier and then crazier and then crazier. And then it gets the craziest and it's over. Like, because the craziest is the flash sideways and the, yeah. and the afterlife thing. Like, that's the craziest part of the storytelling. Yeah, definitely. And that That's just, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, where do you go from there? Yeah. You open the door and then you walk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, beginning of the end, indeed. Yeah, I mean, that was a jam-packed episode. It felt so like... Much. It felt like really... Uh, fast-paced. There would feel like there were so many things happening and plot elements moving around, characters regrouping and mm-hmm. going around and like the flash-forward stuff was giving us all this new information to think about in terms of like where is this heading? Like how are they going to get there? What does it mean? You know, like we only find out, we barely find out. Like you said, they talk about Charlie's dead. They cut to Charlie. They, they just split up into groups, and then Hurley's mm-hmm. like, sorry, I went with Locke, you know? Yeah, they immediately tell you it's a mistake that leads to dire consequences. Yeah. Right after the first scene, I mean, there's no waiting time. There's no filler in between those two big ideas. Yeah. They just, like, slam them together. Yeah, in a normal it, story, I feel like we would have that, and then, you know, a season later, sorry, I went with Locke. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you have them split up, and then maybe maybe a couple episodes later, you know, or, yeah, the end of the season is, sorry, I went with Locke, and then we, we see what happened. But it's like, no, like, back to back to back. Episode one, I mean, we barely even know yeah. that it's a thing. That so, so the whole time, the whole time we're going to be waiting to see what Hurley's talking yeah. about. That's yeah. so important that he brings up and apologizes, apologizes for years or, or however many days or months later you know it's it's so um yeah it's just uh i don't know there should be a name for this kind of storytelling it, it's just um yeah i think that's that's if they're the disadvantage of flash forwards is that like we know certain things can happen but mm-hmm. i think one of the cool things that they can do with flash forwards that they really can't do any other way is like set up um yeah set up certain mysteries where like we couldn't possibly know to even think about this in we this don't even way. know yeah they they set up a mystery by just going to the future and, and saying yeah. something about the past and just alluding to something yeah in the past mm-hmm. exactly and so then you're you're forced to think in certain ways that you know if you just watch the you know the present day story you wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily think like, well, why is Hurley going to regret this later? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, again, and we should we should note that for the um, you know um, for our kind of collection of ideas about about Lost is it it goes right along with you know the other idea of, of how time plays its role in meaning, right? So the whole idea of the numbers seeming really. Um, supernatural and crazy yeah because when we first see them on the show that's how they depict it and at the end of that little story with the numbers they're depicted very practically but if you watch them in chronological order you would see them being very practical and then hurley interpreting them as being supernatural and you'd realize that that's not a necessarily interpretation that's true 
Yeah. And so this is another another version of that, like using time and storytelling to cause the viewer to have a different viewpoint of the information, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think I think that that shows like, you know, a, a way they they utilize the flash forwards to to get something, you know, I guess positive. Like it doesn't hurt the show. It gives them a new thing to play with. Mm-hmm. You know, something that they can't do with flashbacks, for example, you know, certainly yeah. not in the same way. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they could say in the present, oh, I regret blah, blah, blah. And then we find out in the flashback. But that's not going to play the same way because the flashback is not the story we're following. And so it doesn't have the same weight as saying, yeah. I regret this thing that's happening in the present. And we're waiting to see what that's going to be instead of we're waiting to find out what happened in that character's past. Yeah. I think that's what's, you know, the perspective here is the weird thing. Like, we're still centered in the present. The flash forwards are like the future. They're not the present yet. Mm -hmm. That makes any sense. At a certain point in the show, they become the present. I guess that's the end of the season. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, retroactively... The, all these become flashbacks, but you know, until then, they're they're sitting in the future, and I guess that's another thing they they did with the show. And the flash sideways is like um, an element of that, which is like after they kind of exhausted the flashbacks, like they figured out other ways to flash to things. <laughs> yeah, you to know, to create to create uh, uh, to create like a like a way to view the two the two elements yeah yeah exactly and so so it's like i i think it's pretty it's pretty clever idea to you know in a way stick to the formula but in a way you know completely change the formula yeah it's kind of like they're creating story elements just through the editing and the exactly structure. like just putting things in a different order makes makes you now ask questions about things. Right, which wouldn't necessarily, you know, if they played it the normal way, you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to question it because you already should know why Hurley regrets not going. Yeah, on. you would already know that. And it would just be him. It would just be a normal scene of him apologizing for something. Yeah. We know what he's apologizing for. Yeah, which would be, be fine. Played, it would be played normally. It would be totally fine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I like that. It's like they're, they're really using this device uh you know in a in a very uh strong way like they're not just um they're not just relying on it's the future like they're letting it interact with the present that we're watching yeah you know it's very deliberately chosen that way Yeah, this was a really awesome episode. Um, yeah, so much going on. Yeah, uh, it felt like it was it was twenty minutes. Like yeah, it, it felt like a season finale or something. There was yeah. every like scene big. was just like jam, and that that, yeah. that part was hilarious when it was like Naomi's <laughs> dead. Well, no, technically technically she's not dead. Oh yeah. yeah, she is. But what about Charlie? <laughs> okay, what about what he said? And then like, but no, Charlie didn't say. And then. <laughs> Yeah, it just keeps people keep popping up and saying something, and 
Yeah, yeah, and I love that. Eight, I'm not going eight. anywhere with that, man. Oh, it's, it's great. great. It's great because yeah. I remember at the time thinking like, well, come on, Rose. Like, Locke's not that bad. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I felt, I guess I was more sympathetic, but sort of looking back, I, I see why she would react that way. It's, yeah. It's not that crazy. <laughs> and I love Locke saying, everything I did, I did it for us. And it's like, wow, you, that's just so pathological. It's crazy. I, 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 does he really believe that? I mean, I just, it seems clearly not true to the viewer, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, they have just, they are you insane? So yeah. honestly, like, <laughs> he's not buying it. And they're, and they're putting in this idea that, like, eh, maybe that's questionable. <laughs> um, which it definitely is. But the, it's such a, it's such a grand sweeping statement. Everything mm-hmm. I've ever done. Every <laughs> single what? thing. Every single what? thing. Like, that time I gave Boone the wacky pace. Like, that was... Yeah. What? Really? Okay. It's sort of like... I mean, maybe he does see it that way, and he's just really delusional. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it, it does seem to me like Locke is, in a way, like Desmond. He he mm-hmm. He's selfish, ultimately. You know? It's his own issues that are driving him. More than, you know, worrying about the other people. Yeah. And that's what's weird and interesting with Jack because his his own issue is worrying about other people. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. He's got like a feedback loop going. Yeah, that is yeah. Yeah, so being selfish for Jack means being selfless. <laughs> yeah, which is a problem. <laughs> wow, what a mess. His story arc is this. Is to be more selfish, but not in the way that he is being selfish. Right, right. Wow. Stop caring about other people, Jack. That's what you need to do. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> that and is that, weird. How does that work? But in a way, like, in a way, that's what he has to do. He has yeah. to, like, abandon stop. him and go pursue a mission by himself. Yeah, stop trying. Exactly. And that's what he does. Like, stop trying yeah. to fix everybody else, and then th- then you will be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird arc. It's crazy, it's great. Yeah, Jack, you care too much about other people. Yeah. <laughs> you need to dial that back. <laughs> yeah, take a note from Locke. <laughs> exactly. Jack needs to be more like Locke, wow. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's crazy. And that line, everything I've done for you, uh, everything I've done has been for you, or whatever, like, that's something Ben would say. Yeah, definitely. He would be like But, you know, when Ben would say it, he would be manipulative, and he would know that he's bullshitting. Yeah. Whereas it feels like like Locke maybe actually believes it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is just this extra level. But, I mean, he is delusional in a lot of ways, certainly about himself. So, I mean, I guess I can buy it that maybe he really thinks that, and he's just not aware of how his own psychology is working. And why he's making decisions. I think if there's one thing Locke is not aware of, it's his, uh, his own psychology. <laughs> he really, it would have helped him, I think, if he had a little more self-awareness. He was a psych major? If he could have, yeah, if he could have, like, stepped back and kind of analyzed, you know, what was driving him. Yeah. Because I, I think that, I think that might have helped. And, and, you know, he was really quick to turn to suicide. He was suicidal, like, like, ten hours ago He or was really suicidal. <laughs> I mean, like, wow. He was just ready to give it all up. And it's like, you know, 
and now 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 he's on a mission again you know because someone told him he had stuff to do and you know it's just like he just he always needs people to tell him to do stuff Mm -hmm. you know and it's such he but he doesn't seem to see that Yeah, no, he can't. Uh, he can't see outside of his own uh, experience. Yeah, which is interesting. Be- yeah, that'd be actually really cool to to, to uh, somebody write a book about the psychology of the characters. Mm-hmm. Get a get a psychoanalysis of all the characters. That'd be really interesting. As we as we go through it and we talk about it, it's clear that they thought about it. You know, they're usually yeah. pretty thorough in terms of setting up like here's the character's background and here's sort of like the things that are driving them. Yeah, here's their yeah. This is their uh, their character flaw and this is how it manifests and this is yeah. what the consequences are of all that stuff. It's yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, they definitely yeah. I mean. You could tell it's just the same. It's very specific things. Um, well, and it's like in and the uh, in the script for the finale, uh, the season f- series finale, where it you know after the big fight and everything with Jack and, and Man in Black as Locke, um, you know when when Jack is gonna go die, it says something like, uh, and now Jack realizes that the thing he always wanted or whatever was to feel loved by people or something. Oh, right, right. And now he, now he finally feels that love and he can, and he can die. And I'm like, that's what he wanted the whole time. <laughs> like, like yeah. he's doing all this stuff. He's trying to always fix things. You know, it was weird because you think, Oh, well his problem is he's always trying to fix things. Okay, great. That, you know, but then there's an actual why to that problem. Right. Why is he always trying to fix things? Yeah. And it's because, uh, you know, I guess, I guess he saw his parents' marriage, you know, break. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing he wanted to fix. And, and because of that and his parents, like he never felt love. And then, then yeah. that, you know, then that becomes the thing he's always trying to get. Yeah. This like external love and he's always working hard to try to get it and do things for people and please people and and uh fix things to get it. And it's like that's so to me that's so um uh that's way deeper than I than an action mystery character needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> Like to know yeah. that, you know, like it's so much deeper than what I would expect, you know. Um, so I find that really interesting that you can kind of sum, you know, you can watch everything and like sum it up that way and, and like actually yeah. see that play out. And that's one of the reasons why I've wanted to track down some of the scripts, especially from the later part of the show, because sometimes they have those lines that give mm-hmm. you a little extra insight into what they're thinking about the characters that I mean I think we could come up with that based on the show but it's not a hundred percent spelled out yeah you know? and so when they say it it's then it's confirmation that yes this is what they were trying to convey mm-hmm. you know and uh that's that's one of the interesting things about the scripts because they they say stuff that you know in a way is is just hard to portray on screen directly 
you know, you, you sort of get the idea of his satisfaction. He looks up at the plane and, you know, he's there in the church with all the people. You get the idea that he, you know, feels like, um, you know, some sense of belonging with those people that, you know, he cared about them, they cared about him and so on. Mm-hmm. But it it isn't 100% clear that that was so central for him. Yeah. You know, at least not to me, you know, when I was watching it originally. Yeah, exactly. But if you go back and you go, okay, well then, you know, that you can you can see that tying into the relationship with his dad. Yeah, definitely. You know, where he, you know, he is follows in his dad's footsteps and becomes one of the best surgeons, you know, ever. Yeah. Uh, and yet he still can't quite get dad's approval, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, to hear that he's good enough, he has what it takes, you right. know, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it goes back to what they said, you know, the show's about the characters. Um, but, you know, meanwhile, we're, we're, we're still trying to figure out, you know, uh, who was in the cabin. Well, that's, I was going to bring that up, like, on a, on a more, like, plot-related note. Just, it's one of these things that happens in the show a lot. Um, just characters sharing information. Like, Hurley doesn't mention, by the way, I just saw a cabin that was moving around with a person mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Do uh, you know, the FYI. <laughs> yeah. Well, shortly after that happened, he heard his best friend died. So That's it, true. They, they get away with, like, burying these things. But, like, and then what is he going to say? You know, like, he already has a history of being crazy. Yeah. Hard, you know, and then what are they? It's like you know that like you know it happens in stories where characters go through something crazy, but there's no real easy way to describe what happened and what it means. So it's kind of like they never say it, you know, right. or they they wait a while before they explain it. Um, because what's he gonna say? And then and then what are they gonna say to that? Like right. we don't understand. You saw a cabin and you walked up. And you saw a man and an eye, and then you ran, and then you saw a cabin. Like, what are you supposed to do with that information, Hurley? Right. Right. It's like, there's a cabin somewhere, and there's a guy in it. <laughs> yeah. And the, the cabin moves around. Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. What are you supposed to do with that? But it's always, you know, frustrating to me. Like, I want, I want the other characters to know, and I want it to be discuss or something like what does it mean what is this thing you know Mm -hmm. and they just don't really discuss it i guess there's a logic to it but you know i'm always i'm always missing that i guess it it, in a way it it vaguely comes up later um because hurley is there for the the real trip to the cabin um so i think i think at some point there's acknowledgement that he saw it yeah, I mean, it really, I mean, so we can talk about that scene. Why is the cabin slash its inhabitants uh, trying to make contact with Hurley? Yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know what to make of that. Um, and And I guess Hurley probably thinks that he's just crazy. Like, he's just seeing something that's not there, mm-hmm. you know? And so... I mean, maybe in his mind, like, admitting that he saw that is, you know, is just going to make people think he's crazy. And so maybe he just shouldn't say anything, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's he I guess he doesn't know that he's there with Locke, who has already been in the cabin and saw crazy stuff happen in it. So 
he would be probably one of the main people he could tell and would be like, oh, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he doesn't know that. So I guess he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as they say, if you see something, say something. Uh, <laughs> that's where that came from. I, I remember thinking that there's a connection between the cabin appearing to Hurley and the apparitions of Charlie that he's seeing off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I remember also thinking there was a connection to Abaddon, though I think that becomes a little clearer later. Although I, I still think I still think there's a thing with Abaddon that never came to fruition. Um, we'll talk about that later as we see him a couple more times. Yeah. I always felt like something happened with that actor. They couldn't get him quite as much as they wanted, and they, they underwrote his role, and they kind of killed him off early. Yeah. Um, because uh, I, I they sort of allude to stuff with him that, I don't know, never quite... I mean, oh, I'm, man. <laughs> I just I just remember we're gonna get into uh, one of the big uh, probably top ten lost lowdown uh, disagreements uh, about uh, Abaddon and uh, with Locke in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Oh and yes, that, and that that whole thing. Yes, yes, oh, I, I remember about that. that. Yeah, I remember that when he's in the yeah he's in the hospital. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. I still don't know what to do with that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. That's that's the scene that throws me, you know, because like this scene, I think with Hurley, I get in terms of what he is later, but yeah. the scene with Locke, um, I I don't understand. Yeah, he's like telling him to go back to the island, right? Uh, no, he's telling him to go on a walkabout. Oh, that's right. Go on a walkabout. Uh, it's before the crash. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's that's when right. it's when Locke uh, is first in the hospital, I think. Oh, okay. So it really makes no sense. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that it never added up for me, and I, I just, it's weird. It's weird. It's juxtaposed with that other stuff, you know, Richard coming and giving him the, the test, you know, with the objects and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so maybe he was supposed to be revealed to be like an other. There would be a logic to that since he's working with Widmore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was one of the guys who came with Widmore when Widmore left the island. Yeah. Or something. Uh, yeah, and, did, did Albert tell him? Like, I just, I wonder how they would even, how he would even know to go to Locke and even to tell him to go on a walkabout? Like, I, I wonder how the timeline would work, but I can almost see a really interesting story where, where that's the divide, right? Like, both, you know, Richard, yeah, I don't know, I don't, yeah, at the, at whatever point in time Locke goes to the 50s. Uh, like maybe sometime after that, Widmore ends up knowing that Locke is supposed to show up on the island some at some point, and then when when he leaves the island, like Locke, you know, Locke is maybe waiting for him too. Oh. Like he's thinking, he's thinking, okay, well that'll 
Locke will be my way. I got to make sure I'll keep an eye on this John Locke character because I do want to find the island again. And if he is going to at some point go to the island, I want to be there so I can fi- help, you know, either use him for control or at least follow his footsteps to see how to get back to the island. Right. You know, um, meanwhile, Richard is also, you know, he stays on the island, but he is also interested in Locke and that whole idea. Um, so he goes and visits him over time, too. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that uh, Widmore is actually there uh, when Locke comes in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. he did see him. Yeah, um, I, and maybe it was even a reveal that uh, Richard was also working for uh, uh, Widmore. Like, off the oh. island. Like, like, during all that stuff. Like, maybe as he's going off island to do all the, like, um, like he continued were... to support Widmore secretly behind yeah. his back or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. I remember reading some Richard conspiracy theories. Yeah. That, like he was doing all this stuff behind the scenes that never came to light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but actually, I could see that. I could even see that being consistent with the fact that we've already seen him go behind Ben's back and, yeah. uh, you know, giving uh, Locke the information about his dad, you know, so he could get Sawyer to um, kill him and then, you know, satisfy Ben and so on. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a different Richard. It's a Richard who isn't Jacob's emissary. You know, because I think that that element of his character um, seems a little off mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of the stuff he does later. But if he's not Jacob's emissary, um, you know, then I think I think it it makes a little more sense to me. You know, that he's like helping Locke go to the cabin and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that that whole thing's tough because I mean they have to have some explanation of why he's lived so long. True. True. Uh, but yeah, I mean I could see Richard never trusting Ben after the purge, like, you know, because uh, Richard never seemed that heartless, even right. though you know he was around for all that stuff. But yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if they had any ideas like that. But, um... Yeah, if we ever get that interview... Oh, man, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. (laughs) We have to finish... I I don't know, I feel like we have to finish this commentary series, and then, like, we'll we'll have... We'll finally have enough to say to Carlton and Damon. (laughs) (laughs) We'll We'll have done our homework. Definitely. Definitely. That would be funny, because, I mean, honestly, at that point, they would be, you know, if we ever got an interview with them, they would literally be talking to two people who've, like, you know, discussed Lost in depth more than most people. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, enough time maybe will have passed for them that they'll maybe feel ready to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talk about it, you know? Because I think well, definitely yeah. initially there was kind of a wound from the fan reaction and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
certainly Damon Lindelof especially took a lot of heat, but he continues to take. Yeah. To this day, everything he does is like. It's always compared to this. Always shit. And even Be other well, shows. Like, if other yeah. shows do something good or bad, they're, yeah. you know, they're yeah. either, like, way better than Lost or at least they're not as bad as Lost. Yeah. Yeah. It became a it became a, a metaphor. Like, that whole idea became a way to communicate something else. And uh, it's, yeah, it, so it sticks. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think a lot of stuff we're talking about, I think they're questions that they, if if anyone's ever asked them, it it hasn't happened very many times. Mm -hmm. Um, All the interviews I've seen with them, you know, I feel like they don't get very interesting questions. And I feel like the stuff we're delving into is probably stuff that they talked about, at least somewhat, you know, in the writer's room. You know, I feel like that's a lot of the stuff they're interested in, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the concept of the show and like, you know, what's really behind, uh all the things that are happening with the characters and, and, you know, with the show as a whole. Yeah. 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 I, uh, it'd be very interesting. I think like, I think they're going to reboot the series at some point. Uh, ABC that is. Yeah, probably Disney ABC. So I, I think, you know, but when, whenever that starts happening, then they'll be back doing interviews. I'm sure being pestered about. So what do you think about the mm-hmm. new laws? Then yeah. like, well, we don't have anything to do with it. Oh, so what do you think they're going to do about the, well, you know what the first question is going to be? And I already hate myself for knowing this. What's that? The first question is going to be, will they be polar bears? Oh God, you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. People are so fixated on the polar bears. Morning news anchor is going to ask them. So, will they be polar bears? Polar bears. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I feel like you know we. It's one of those things that when something gets filtered into pop culture, it it can gradually like lose its connection to the original thing. You know, there's like. There's a lot of old lines that are like the pop culture version is a little off from what was in the original. I sort of feel like in a hundred years, like Lost is gonna be that show with the polar bears. Yeah, Luke you know? and your father. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Play yeah, it again, Lost Sam. Be, yeah, like, Lost. There's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lost will be like um, uh, the the oh Lost. Oh yeah, that show where the polar bears were dead the whole time. The polar yeah. bears were dead the whole time. All right. They were dead the whole time. That's the other thing everyone always says. Yeah. And that's worse in a way because it's just wrong. I mean, at least there were polar bears. Yeah, yeah. They just weren't yeah. quite as important. I mean, I guess it's a striking image, and so it was memorable. It's like a polar bear on a tropical island. Wow, you know? I mean, I thought it was cool when I first saw it, too. But it's just like... Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I went, wow. <laughs> I, I did. I, I don't know if I That was, was like... exactly the sound I made. Really? It seemed very specific. <laughs> I'm sure you recorded it and played it back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that, I do remember that was really crazy. And they, they did include it in this season. They did. Season thing. Even though it's, like, way past the point of mattering at this point. Yeah. If, if it mattered at all later, it mattered in season three when they told us every other thing they were going to tell us about the polar bears. They gave mm-hmm. us polar bear cages... And the puzzles and, you know, like, they showed us the, the, the station where they kept the animals. 
You know, like what what else are they gonna tell us about polar bears? Dharma brought them there. Like get mm. over it. Yeah. It's like it's not that crazy. I mean, it's crazy if um, they they're they're just strangely like polar bears native to this tropical environment, or yeah. you know, Walt conjured them, or you know, or they they come from the power of the island or something. I mean, you know, like yeah. if it's some, but it, if people just brought them there, it's like, well, why is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing, it's not right, and it all goes back to to meaning and and context and like the order you see things in, right, and. Uh... Yeah, if if we if the first scene of Lost is Dharma opening a cage, yeah, that says from San Diego Zoo to <laughs> Island, yep, and then polar bears come out, the polar bears are no longer ever a thing. Yeah, you know, but because yeah. we don't see that origin spark, and that's what that's what's weird about the show is it it really keeps it lives off of that whole idea that really is what makes life what it is, right? It's that little piece that you never get about something. Yeah. And it just completely, you know, it just completely changes how you see things. Um, and I guess to be fair, like like many things on the show, they don't really underline the polar bear resolution. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They yeah. kind of just slip it in there, and if you want, you can easily see what the answer is, but there's not like a, a big exclamation mark here's your polar bear answer you know and so i I feel like there's a combination of things like it's the the pilot was the highest rated episode of the whole series yeah so it made a huge cultural impact and that's where you see the polar bear for the first time yeah and so the viewership declined but also you know for more casual fans if if they're not like watching closely or watching every episode or thinking about it a lot, you know the answer can kind of go by you, and you can think at some yeah. point, did they ever explain the polar bear? You yeah. know, I've heard people say that many times, and it's like it's like even if they saw it, they didn't yeah. quite make the leap. But mm-hmm. like, oh, that was an explanation. And that you're right. That's the thing you have to train your brain to to think when you're watching movies and TV is is to understand the the cinematic language and 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 how writers write and go. Oh, okay, I'm not just wa- seeing this because I'm seeing this. I'm I'm seeing this specifically because the writers are telling us something. Uh, the same way when you know we decoded the idea of when they burn stuff on the show, like right, when right. something burns down, you're not just seeing it because someone, so a character decided to light it on fire. They decide to light it on fire because the show wants us to know, okay, we're done with this place, we're done with this set. Yeah. Like when they blow up the Black Rock, it's not like okay, we're gonna see another scene where they're at the wreckage right. of the Black Rock. Yeah, like it's, we're done with this, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's that idea of of recognizing. Oh, okay, there was a question about the polar bears, then later we see polar bear cages. Oh okay, they were just polar bears. This is part of why that we're showing you this yeah. is to answer this question. Yeah, exactly. That made me just realize, maybe we already talked about this, but the, the looking glass station being flooded is yeah. that, that version of that being blown yep. up. Like, that should have told us we weren't going back there. Exactly, yeah. Even though I, I remember even though, thinking, yeah, like, it's maybe totally we'll go possible. Back there. Yeah, even though it's totally possible to put on a scuba gear and go underwater yeah. for that thing. 
yeah. it's not a thing that's gonna happen because that's their that's their way of telling us. Yeah, stuff. it's a clue that like you know, that, uh, we're done with this place. It's it's irreparably damaged. Yeah, you know, and Whatever it goes. Whatever we wanted to get out of that place, we got it. Yeah. Like, all the equipment, you know, is flooded. Like, mm-hmm. anything you want down there that would be of interest is gone. Yeah. So, you know, you could look at the empty shell of a building, but, you know, nobody's and they, do that. Yeah, and a lot of times, I don't know, maybe I'm not thinking about it all the times, but a lot of times they would find a place and it would be like a one-time thing. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. Like, even the submarine. Like, when we finally got to the sub, right? Like, a uh, lot goes and blows it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that a few times. Definitely. I mean, uh, Danielle's little, like, hideaway where she captures Saeed the first time. I think uh, it's blown up in the same episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, they, you know... They were done with that right away. Yeah. We're not going to come back to this little place. Uh, the flame? The flame was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see it. We get in there the first time, and then they blow it up. <laughs> yep. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do like that. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's a pattern, definitely. They, uh... I mean, fair enough, you know? Like, I, I get, like, not, you know... Not wanting to have something lingering that you have no interest in revisiting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Because then everything's heightened because you're always blowing things up. And you get, yeah, the added drama. Explosions and fire are inherently, you know, Mm -hmm. dramatic and exciting. So. Yeah. I mean, I remember finding it, like, really, uh, I don't know what the word is, like, exhilarating or scary or weird or something when they burn the cabin, you know? I remember it, it because the cabin had such a like a mystical aura. I thought, yeah. like, oh my god, they burned a cabin! Like, what does it mean? Yeah. You know? But in in retrospect, it seems so simple. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a cabin. Just a pile of wood. Yeah, it's a bunch of wood. It burns, and yeah, they didn't want to go back. Yeah, because what's weird is the cabin. It feels like it's out of a horror movie, like you yeah. know, cab, cabin in the woods and. It just it feels like it's part of that a horror mythology and like exactly. you can see in a in a in a horror movie about a cabin, you could see like a cabin on fire and it being like the spirit of the cabin dying. Yeah. That's the only way to kill it is Yeah. You know, but then of course it's not really dead. And that's sort of what I thought Alana was doing. You know, she was she was like there from Jacob and you know, there's all this like mystery about her and whatever he's doing and stuff you know we just find out about all that stuff and so just i remember it's it's seeming like much more significant than i think what it really is which is just like we're not going back to the cabin yeah that's it the end well yeah and and in a way just a very practical way to make sure no one could ever use it because yeah destroyed you know exactly yeah i mean there's a logic to having her do it um, but <laughs> of course that scene is also the source of a lot of the, and it's crazy. I'll just bring it up again. Cause it won't be the last time, um, that, you know, I mean, we're talking about how clearly the, the plan for the cabin morphed over time in some way, 
But it's amazing that the last scene with the cabin, when you would think they would have the clearest idea mm-hmm. of what they wanted to portray with the cabin, is is actually one of the most confusing scenes <laughs> involving the cabin. Like, the... actually, if you left that out, then in a way, the cabin story would be easier. And you're talking about the the um, the knife with the map. Or, knife uh, with the map. He's not here. He's not here. Hasn't been for a long time. Someone else yeah. has been using it. That whole thing. That's another lost trope. I feel like you should just write all the tropes down, right? The uh, so there's the first time you see it, blow it up. Yeah. And and then there's the trope of uh of like the last time you talk about something, uh, <laughs> mess it up. Throw a wrench in the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Like uh, uh yeah. the other, another example of that is um is uh uh he was the all that he was the the keeping him out. Yeah, exactly. So, and then he gets killed and the it's the only like, thing, what do you mean? Oh too bad I'm dead. Yeah, like how do you run in and change everything <laughs> we thought about this situation? You like they come in and ruin it and then the ruiner dies. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, they just don't talk like, about it. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Yeah, like no, since, you're right. when, since when was that a thing? Like yeah. he was keeping him out. Since yeah. when? <laughs> it's it's a thing. Like in the one second before he dies. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> it's like and then we're just left with that. That's that's a good point. I guess b- the final scene with the cabin and the final scene, quote unquote, with the ash are similar. Like mm-hmm. they they both they should have the clearest idea, but they actually make it worse. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's it's very strange. I <laughs> uh, another thing I was gonna say that's a lost trope is the first time we see the thing, it's fucked up already. Yeah. <laughs> like it's already not working the way it's supposed to. Yep. Yep. So, like, there was a time before where it was normal, but we never see that. (laughs) It's like, what? Why is is that a thing? (laughs) Yeah, it's great. (laughs) We can never see, like, the normal cabin. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like... Was it was it like that with the lighthouse, too, where he goes to the lighthouse? Was it something up with, like... uh, Am I thinking about it wrong? Like the uh, the compass or however it worked, wasn't there something fucked up with that? Um, he used it. I can't remember. That's a good question. I don't know. I I know it's confusing. Like what was supposed to happen there? I remember there was a lot of theories because he tells him to dial it to 108, and 108 was the infamous Wallace. And uh, that that whole thing never came to fruition. Uh, although the lighthouse is definitely an example of number two or whatever. The we see it for the first time and then they destroy it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like immediately. I'm just gonna smash this thing. Oh. I don't even know what Jacob wanted there. I I think the lighthouse was working. I don't know though. It's weird. I mean, we see it it 
it sees his childhood home or something. I, I guess that's what it did before. It's really weird. Like, it sees his childhood home, and then he concludes, Jacob was watching me. And it's like, well, what? He was he was watching you just when you were a kid? Like, he was just watching in front of your house? Like, I don't... <laughs> it's just, it's weird. Like, okay, if he was watching, how much could he see if it's just that image? Yeah, yeah, like, he saw when you were playing in the yard? Like, it just, it seemed like a huge leap, you know? Like, he was concluding that it had more power than it apparently did, you know? Yeah, I think that that might have been a tricky thing to kind of show. Like, what do you what do you show as as a static image that would make Jack think that you know? Right. Uh. Yeah, it's it's a weird. Yeah, I don't know what you would show, but uh, yeah, it is. He 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 does kind of make it seem like well, he could really kind of view any place on Earth or something with yeah. that thing. Yeah. It's like it's connected with the person on the dial, but yeah. And like, what I thought, what I think at the time, what I thought was that the lighthouse was the transportation device. Like he would he would turn it to a certain location on Earth, and then he could use that to transport there off the island. I remember thinking that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that is one thing they never told us, like, how he goes places, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I guess they could tell us, like, a really mundane thing, like, he's got a boat or something. Um, yeah. And then he just takes normal stuff, like planes and stuff. But, um, but I, yeah, is it something like that? It doesn't yeah, seem out of the question. Yeah, when because he, when he's going around the world touching people and all that stuff, I mean, like, you know, he can't be flying coach, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just like with no leg room and he waits you know an hour into the flight before he can get like a cup of water this seems and, personal like, <laughs> a cup of water and one single package of a of a coffee cookie which is apparently Europe's best cookie uh, oh, is it the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, like, cinnamony, uh... Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oh, isn't it great? Oh, there, look what yeah. you, Look what you get. The future is now, <laughs> sir. You get one whole package. Uh, uh, don't drink your water too fast. Uh, and no, we won't have time for refills by the end of this place. Yeah, I just think flying is horrible. It's just, <laughs> I I don't want to make a whole podcast about it, but uh, yeah, it's just it's it's really crazy. It's crazy what you put up with. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't like it either. But what I was gonna say in, in terms of a clue that uh -huh. that is from the show, in terms of a that, is the the yeah, like a miss K L U G H, please. Yeah. <laughs> a Miss Clug. Yeah, it's such a ridiculous. Anyway, uh, the the donkey wheel and being transported to Tunisia. I think that that's at least a hint that yeah, you know, yeah. the island could have that power. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I I think I'm I'm like it's weird. I'm having a weird, the constant kind of m mental flashback of like remembering what i remembered back then but uh <laughs> oh really of just like yeah just like i feel like i'm remembering my interpretation of 
of uh, what the lighthouse the was. Lighthouse? When it, I don't actually remember uh, what your interpretation of the lighthouse was. Well, I feel like I it was forgot. this, Justin. Well, you're probably right, but I... <laughs> I feel like... This, I don't specifically remember that. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I'm going to tell you right now. Well, good. Uh, I feel like it was that that the light was... Um, you know, it's all about the magnetic energy on the island, and so there's a pocket of magnetic energy under the lighthouse, and the lighthouse itself is a is a machine which like um, refocuses that energy, and uh, and just like you know the pocket that is the uh, the donkey wheel, which connects to Tunisia. This this thing works in a similar way of using light to like transfer like Jacob or somebody, you know, mm. to a specific location. Yeah. You know, like a more sophisticated version of the donkey wheel. Like, right. you know, it's not just this one location and it's like this sophisticated machine where it's, uh, you know, the donkey wheel 2.0, you know. How hypocritical, though, that, you know, the man in black built the donkey wheel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that was you know, why, you know, Mother came and killed his whole camp. Yeah, but you know what? Mother didn't say Jacob couldn't leave. Oh, God. <laughs> didn't she, though? But, yeah, he didn't ask to. So it's almost like, because he, he didn't Because he, didn't, cause he, didn't Cause he was leave. the bad one. Yeah, he didn't want to. So she didn't tell him not to. So he oh, was able God. to. Isn't so it wasn't against the rules? Wasn't against the rules. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so annoying. Man, if I were Man in Black, I'd be so pissed about that. <laughs> you know what's weird? Now that I'm thinking about it, what if... I guess I guess Jacob wasn't lying, but I was just thinking, you know, he said, you know, he was telling uh, uh, Roberto... Uh, sorry, R- Richard. Roberto. <laughs> 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 My mind wanted to say Roberto. Um, what did you tell Richard? Ricardo... He was Ricardo uh, and Ricardus, yeah, at least once. Oh God, uh, John <laughs> Luke, Ricardus. Because Jacob's Latin, you know. Because he's Latin, yeah. He can't help it. He's he <laughs> he's he's uh, Italian. Maybe Latin's not the right word. Roman. He's Roman. So Jacob is Italian. There you go. And that's why that makes so much sense. That's why he has mother issues. <laughs> wow. Italian. Mama me. Hey, why you doing this hey. to me? Mama, let my brother go off the island. <laughs> he's, a, he's not a better boy. He's just a little curious about the outside world. <laughs> yeah, now I want to see Lost, the Italian play. <laughs> And it's just, and they were, they're always drinking vino. True. <laughs> True. Oh man, I think we're just proving that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were, they're totally, they're just, they're Italians. <laughs> I never really thought about it that way, but uh, yeah, it's technically true. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to me to think of them with uh, nationalities. It is, it is. I mean, it, it does seem like they abandoned those, but I think there was always the question, um, like, I think they they showed uh, when uh, their mother, their, the real one, you know, the one who was Roman, like, washes up, and, and, yeah. and the fake mother goes to speak to her, she speaks in Latin, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, 
when the babies are born, I mean, presumably they have no language at that point. So then when they're raised, does she just speak Latin to them because that's the language of their mother? Or mm-hmm. did she speak some other language that was one she knew? Like, what did they grow up speaking? You know, I like... Think, I think they grew up speaking English. Well... <laughs> But that's not possible. I mean, they were born before the English language existed. But what if mother went to the future and oh, learned English no. and came back to the past? Not the time trash. She went to the future just to get English. That's a waste of time. Hey, maybe she went for something else. She went okay. for ne- she went for Netflix. Okay, well, that can, never mind. In that case, that's totally. But she just it. she picked up English for you know for the Netflix. For the Netflix, that's logical. That's logical. Wow, I wrapped it up somehow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow uh yeah i love man in black and jacob just being italians drinking wine uh <laughs> and like uh i could see a goodfellas parody coming um <laughs> or the godfather like uh i'm gonna make you an alpha you get refused i can't let you leave brother you're the vino diabolo <laughs> <laughs> You're the devil wine. <laughs> I'll buy that. I'll buy that's what they would call the smoke monster. The devil wine. Yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> he back... basically said that's what he was. Yeah, that's what he said. He didn't exactly say those words, but it was close. Wait, and how do you... Where does wine come from? Grapes. Grapes, right? Grapes of Wrath. That's how the smoke monster was made. Grapes okay. of the Angry. Yes. Uh, doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. Okay. Yeah. And and what do grapes need to grow? They need. They need light. Light. Water. Light cave. Water. Water. In the light cave. From the light cave. There you go. There you go. That's something. <laughs> Where did he get that wine, by the way? That never bothered me. I just I just got upset. Did he have a fucking vineyard? Did he stop grapes and shit? Where did he get wine? Did he just steal it from the ship? Like Let me what see the where bottom did he of get that feet. wine? Are your feet purple at the bottom? Are you stopping grapes? If he's gonna have like metaphor wine, I mean yeah. where did he get that shit from? Who blew, who who blew the glass for the bottle? That's weird. Maybe he just stole it from the ship. Uh, that's that's the best explanation I got. You know, or someone else he brought there. That's that's the only thing. I mean, because there's no way he had a Jacob's Vineyard and he was like, yeah, Jacob's <laughs> Vineyard. He was. What are you gonna? Hey, what are you gonna do for two thousand years? <laughs> he was doing tapestries. He was doing tapestries. Maybe he had and a he was, fucking vineyard. He was a winemaker. And he, Jacob's like, Vineyard. Sat on grapes and put it in barrels and let it sit. And that's yeah. why that's why he wanted Richard to go out and do marketing for him and <laughs> get more customers. <laughs> the others were just a part of the Jacob Wine Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. that's why. That's you know oh they were God. reading. They were having their book club meetings and having you know, a that, nice that, that totally works. Merlot. Club. 
And Juliet was upset because she realized those muffins she made did not go with Merlot. They didn't they were, pair well. Of they course. didn't pair well. Oh, exactly. that's bad, hey, 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 bad twin. Oh, bad, bad pairing. <laughs> Gary Troop. I'm telling you, man. Wow. What were what were dead all along? The grapes were dead all along, because <laughs> they're wine now. <laughs> wow, I really never realized how central wine was to the whole. Well, wow. I think we just solved lost. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so ridiculous. I I I can't. I, it always blows me away when like a new thing bothers me. And I'm like, why did I? Why did that never bother me before? Yeah. Usually it's my fault. Usually I say something. And yeah. Like, I mean, it kind of was in this case because you got me thinking about the wine. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, they have wine, and it's like they have they have wine. Why would they have wine? <laughs> what are you doing with wine, you people? I agree. It never bothered me before <laughs> that he added that he made an entire show of the wine bottle. It was a long was explanation whole... of what the wine means. Yeah. And even at the end, the man in black takes the wine and shatters the bottle and the wine spills. And it's all very, very symbolic. Yeah, it means a lot. And it's still, after all this time, never thought about it. So yeah, much. but I was never bothered with like, what? where did that come from? Why are you Why are you walking around with a bottle of wine? Why are you drinking and eating? When is this? Yeah. Aren't, aren't you, are you immortal? Do you still eat? Like. Yeah. Well, I guess he does eat because uh, I think when we first see him, he's like, he comes out and he's like cooking a fish on a rock or something. And he even offers Yeah. Something. Yeah, that's right. So I, I think they still eat. You know, and he was even supposed to have like Alana was supposed to be his daughter. Like he was having yeah. kids and shit. Like I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about her uh, uh, blowing up the cabin, but just the, how she blowed up and like yeah. there was no like Jacob, you know, no scene of him even say asking like, uh, "Have you guys <laughs> seen Alana?" <laughs> yeah, I, I sent her here for a reason, and. Uh, I'd like to say goodbye, but... Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't even brought up. And they were just like, oh, well, I guess the island was done with her. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. (laughs) Yeah, they were just done with Alana. I don't know. It's kind of strange. I mean, I guess they felt like she wasn't a central character and she... (laughs) knew too much and they didn't want to have her hanging around for all the stuff that happens at the very end yeah and i guess that's the thing right like we've been talking about when they're done with something they blow it up yeah 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 it was sort of like just at the moment when i i think she was she was on the let's go blow up the plane uh mm-hmm. team see so right she was like putting dynamite in her yeah. bag or something like all right i'm gonna go blow up that plane like okay that never seems like <laughs> a good plan to me but uh whatever <laughs> blow up the yeah it was like it was weird it was like we had to blow up the plane because what it was like i forgot why now because the man in black's gonna fly off the island with the plane oh that was the idea 
which is already also insane. Like, yeah, this he's gonna monster's got a pilot it himself. Like, he's got... Like, like, yeah, why do they think he can fly a plane? I mean, let alone, like, the plane's seriously damaged from crashing there. You yeah. know, so, like, I mean, when they do actually fly it, they have to repair it first. They have, you know, a pilot there to tell them stuff to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, if he has to go there by himself, on the other hand... He did rig a pretty interesting bomb device, um, seemingly without any help. So maybe he did secretly have pilot skills. I think we talked about this at some point. I remember I had this theory. Yeah. When he scans people, he can, like, take their skill set or something. Yeah, it is weird to have a guy who has been whittling, like, ten episodes before, and then (laughs) the next scene he's, like, making a bomb. (laughs) It is weird. It is weird. I, I I wonder if they just couldn't think of another way to write that part of the story. Because it, mm-hmm. it does seem kind of like it clashes with what his character is supposed to be. Yeah. He should look at a... I feel like he should look at a plane and go, what's that? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, he's seen them maybe over the years. But it's still, like, yeah, there is this idea that... I guess he scans people and gets everything. So he's more aware of of everything. But that, he, it, yeah, he was gonna he was gonna sail that boat away at the in the finale. So yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I feel like him making the. I mean, that's like that's like him being a Bond villain or something. Like it's really, yeah. it's really like strangely diabolical. And I I also feel like if he the scanning thing, if he can scan people and take their skill set, that's like a superpower that he didn't really fully utilize. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, they didn't make a point of that if that really was supposed to be a thing, you know? Like, like he could have seen, like, wounded people and, like, called out how to fix them or something from, from scanning Jack, you know? Like, you know, they could have, like, underlined that if that was really supposed to be a thing. Yeah, I, I feel like that's, 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 that's really crazy. I feel like it's, it's probably just somehow he made a bomb <laughs> and that's it. I'll, I'll give him one crazy thing, not a because if he, yeah, I mean, he should have been a different character if he can, uh, if he can really do all that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the most elaborate gadget he puts together. I think most of the other stuff he does is, um, you know, more uh, sort of supernatural. Mm-hmm. There's of course the famous uh, one-time telekinesis trick. Just just one time. <laughs> just one. Gotta time. love that. I can do I could do that by the way. This yeah, whole this whole time, this whole time, guys, this whole time. <laughs> oh man, gotta love when they do that. I guess that I guess that it goes along with the like. Um, uh, we see it the first time and it's already fucked up and the last thing we hear about it is like totally messes it up. It's like, yeah, we show you this thing one time that's with no context and never mm-hmm. speak of it again. Yep. <laughs> and I just leave that for you to deal with because <laughs> it wasn't even necessary, you know? No. I mean, I don't know. Did they think it was too, like it looked stupid or something to have him like, walk up and you know break the thing loose or like pick the lock or you know like they 
Well, okay. So let's play. Let's let's uh, let's do what we were talking about before, where like you, the, you know, the idea that part of their storytelling is showing you something that's supposed to tell you how it connects to something else, right? Okay, so if they're showing us a scene where uh, Locke uses telekinesis and we haven't seen it before, how could that be an answer to another question we haven't asked yet? So is there a scene where, like, something crazy happens and the answer could be, oh, because Locke has telekinesis, Man in Black has telekinesis. Right, right. I Yeah, actually, I think maybe we talked about this before. That's, uh, mm-hmm. like, maybe that explains all the, I mean, there was all, certainly uh, last season, there was all that stuff flying around in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. seems like telekinesis. Not to mention the cabin moving around. Cabin moving around. Uh, we, I think we did talk about this, like uh, even how Smokey like blows up the trees and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think I think you could you could see that as somehow an answer about how that stuff was possible, which is pretty oblique in that case, like. Undoing actually, a handcuff to those things is a pretty big leap, but uh, but I see the logic. Actually, what's really interesting, which is, I, I swear, this commentary series is just the gift that keeps on giving. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how we keep, I, I just keep, we keep thinking about things that are, like, really specifically big things. But, like, okay, telekinesis. Yeah. <laughs> you know what one thing it really answers? What? How Smokey Flies. Oh, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> like, like perhaps, you know, this idea that, you know, Smokey is consciousness or whatever the particles are, uh-huh. it, it's, it's, it's protected in this barrier that's created with telekinesis and moves and is shaped by the, the mind, you know, the mind of Smokey. Like, right. it's its mind that's making it move and shape and transform. Well, I guess in a way you could also see his uh, forming himself into, you know, the shape of dead people. Yeah, as yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, so. that's exactly. It's kind of like Odo. Like Odo, exactly. That's what where, I was thinking. Yeah, where Odo's willpower is what he uses to morph, you know, chemically biochemically Shapes. into different forms yeah so basically he's odo he's odo <laughs> he's odo <laughs> well and you know there's another clue to he's odo odo is three letters mib is three letters that's true <laughs> yeah i mean i guess he's like odo except uh instead of being a liquid form he's like a smoke yeah. cloud form. gas form gas yeah form. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that's weird. Yet, a, yet another Deep Space Nine play. connection. Yet another Deep Space Nine. Are they? Wow. <laughs> that should be the cha- a chapter in the book is Deep Space Nine connections. Yeah, yeah. It's a surprising number of them. I, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But yeah, you're right. I really, I guess I took for granted that the smoke monster flies. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like. That's what a smoke monster is. A cloud yeah. of smoke that flies. Like yeah. It's not a thing that needs explanation. <laughs> yeah. You know? But uh, that does make sense. I mean, he has to move somehow, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he he's not moving by, you know, the normal way with people using, like, limbs and, like, balance. Yeah, and there's no, and like, stuff. yeah, locomotion and all that stuff. You know, or, or, you know, using the air and wings and stuff, you know. Um, it seems like he can just float wherever he wants. Yeah. And that does look like telekinesis. Yeah, that's really crazy. That is really crazy. Wow. A- <laughs> Why was that not a thing before? <laughs> we spent all that time wondering wonder, wondering about why did they show us this telekinesis in this one moment, in this one little scene, in this one little act. And it took it took reframing the, the idea of the scene of going, okay, well, maybe this yeah. is an answer to something. What could that be an answer to? Yeah. So I really think that every time every time we encounter something that doesn't make sense, uh, look as it look at it as a as an mm-hmm. answer to a question we're not thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to get back to that Ash thing. I need that Ash thing to be an answer to something. I have not. Yeah. I have not cracked that one yet. <laughs> but that would be good if it, if that can work somehow. I know we've discussed that a lot, but uh, I've never been quite satisfied. Um, whereas, like, the telekinesis has some logic <laughs> that I can kind of accept. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, how else is he moving? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that was weird. It just, all of a sudden, it just totally, I'm like, what could he be using telekinesis for? And it's yeah. like, oh, himself? There's uh, like the really complicated, crazy things, but then there's just that simple thing of how mm-hmm. he moves around. Yeah. And manipulates objects and the smoke form. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's really... It seems pretty straightforward that, like, what else could it be? Yeah. <laughs> it's not nanobots. It's not a cloud of nanobots, as much as I wanted that to be true. <laughs> nanobots it's clearly like a consciousness making things move and Mm -hmm. that's usually what they call telekinesis that's usually the word so yeah and that's weird like how do you talk about a show for 10 years and finally get to (laughs) maybe that's telekinesis and and i never heard anybody talk about that like explaining how like that's a question no one ever asks is uh, well, maybe I don't know. Let me Google that. How does Smokey fly? I definitely never heard people talking about it, but maybe someone said that at some point. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of irrelevant things that come up. Uh huh. Let's see, 50 questions Lost really does need to answer. Oh, God, I think I've seen that one. Is yeah. it, um, is it, uh, what's the, what's the website called? Gizmodo. Yeah, Gizmodo. There you go. Yeah. I, I, th- I hope not, but I think the polar bear might be in there. Might be what? One of the questions. Oh, of course. Yeah. I can't find anything. That goes back to the ash. I mean, it all goes back to the ash. Oh, God. 
again, like, you know, How we, does it connect we, to the ash? We talked about, uh, are you sitting down? No. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> well, we talked about the ash maybe having electromagnetic properties. Oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, from the volcano, and the volcano yeah. being maybe near one of the electromagnetic uh, pockets right, and all that right, stuff. Right. Anyway, or, you know. But it could be that idea, like the electromagnetism uh, blocks blocks his telekinesis powers. Oh God! And so that's why he can't cross it is because wow. he can't use his telekinesis to push himself into it. Wow. Um. So <laughs> I don't know. That makes sense to me. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, it makes sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I still don't know what to do with Dogen, though. That one's a killer. What's what's the killer? Like, he was the only thing keeping him out. Like, why did Dogen's death cause the electromagnetism to go away? All right, I'm going to move to solve things. Let me solve this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it? All right. So, set the scene. What happens? Um, Saeed kills Dogen. Mm-hmm. And then Lennon runs in and says, you just killed the only thing that was keeping him out. And then Saeed kills him. It says, I know. <laughs> and then Smokey comes in. After they clearly showed earlier in the season, they spread a circle of ash around the temple. And even in that very same episode, at the very beginning, we see the smoke monster is locked there talking to Claire with the, you know, the right outside the ash circle. Yeah. On the ground in front of him, clearly indicating that he couldn't cross it and he was sending Claire in there to deliver a message. Yeah. You know, partially because he couldn't go in himself. Um and eventually he basically sends Saeed in there to kill Dogen um so that he can get in there. That's the idea. But you would think assuming this thing's true, which I think it has a strong force of logic that, you know, this ash is it comes from the volcano or something. It has some property connected to the island that blocks the, the ability of the Man in Black to cross it. Um, why would Dogen's death have anything to do with getting rid of that? So maybe it's two different things. Maybe it's, uh, the pro- uh, as I like to call it, the problem of the, of the pronoun. I'm giving it a title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so maybe he's saying, you know, maybe the ash is keeping the smoke monster out of that area, but Dogen is keeping the smoke monster out of the temple. And so it's not the ash that was the problem. Like the like there was two barriers, not just one. But then I yeah, I guess I guess like I that's fine. I'll buy that. Um, but it's just but of like, course, now you need to answer, okay, what was Doking doing to keep him out of the temple? That's Well, that's one thing. That's one thing. And maybe that's the more important thing there. 
But uh, I also want to see step two, which is what happened with the Ash Circle? <laughs> well, Claire. It, it didn't? Like, I, seriously, one scene with Claire with a broom, like, could have could have simplified everything. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, they already showed uh, with the cabin, you know, the circle is broken. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got in. We don't know how the circle is broken, but, you know, whatever. That's sufficient for him to get in. That was an established thing. But it just seems weird to me that they they didn't really acknowledge how the circle was broken. They didn't show that it was broken. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they say that's keeping him out is Dokken. You know, he doesn't... Lena doesn't acknowledge the other Barry. He says the only thing. The only thing that was keeping him out. He doesn't... You know what I mean? That's the extra thing. It seems like if there are two barriers... Well, well, that's not the only thing. Well, but if he, if he, if he, if the smoke monster's already passed the first barrier, then at that point, he's the only thing keeping him out. Right. But now I get your point. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a toughie. It really is. It's a mess. I mean, a part of me wants to say he's wrong. He's just wrong. We've talked about that before. Like, um. Yeah. He could just be wrong, although he seems to be proved right by what happens after. But I guess that's something that happens sometimes. Yeah. Like, no, the ass was what was keeping him out. He was just incorrect about what was keeping him out. And it just so happened that, I mean, he probably would want to kill Dogen anyway, just because he's going to destroy the temple. And... Well, and it's weird when Saeed says, I know, though, also. Yeah. Help. Yeah, Saeed saying I know makes it makes me think that the Man in Black told him that was the case. And again, if the Man in Black said it and then Lennon said it, two people who... Okay, sh- here you go. This is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Man in Black said it and then he said it and there's two people who said it. I'm just saying independent confirmation, you know, got, it's one of it those got, things. It got said it, yeah. It feels like, uh, okay. it, it feels like it should be true. Because yeah. because they shouldn't both lie about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what I was gonna say is, um, or both be wrong about the same thing. Whatever the case may be. Oh Jesus! Don't quote lost episode titles to me. <laughs> oh God! I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, I'm forgetting what my point was gonna be. Uh, oh, I'm you have a point. Dog- Dogen, <laughs> I have a point. <laughs> um, Dogen, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how does that make. But sense. I mean, the jumping off point was that you have these two independent sources seemingly saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and that thing is Dogen's the only thing keeping him out now. It is true that it's ambiguous whether they mean out of the temple proper, like the. Oh, building. here we go. Here we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe Man in Black was told or thought that he can't get in the temple. That's one of the rules. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he sent Saeed to kill Dogen. The same way that Man in Black thinks that he needs to send, right. uh, you know, Ben in to kill uh, Jacob. Right, right. And that he needed, you know, he needed Ben or to be in Locke's body, it's unclear, mm-hmm. uh, to get into Jacob's uh, uh, foothouse. Right. 
Right. <laughs> That's what it is. So you know. Uh, yeah. Hey, I didn't. I didn't write a foothouse. I can't this, really but... argue. Yeah. Lost in eight eight fifteen. Uh, showed the foothouse. Yeah. It's got four toes. That's weird. I love that they. Yeah, they. They wanted us to. Re- they know that that was a weird thing. Like. Yeah. It wasn't normal. It is uh, weird, uh, but that's another good example of like a thing that they highlight but don't really. Well. And here's the thing that's really even crazy that at this point in the show, we know where Jacob lives. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and we just have no clue that that's the place you can actually live inside a foot. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not something I would have thought of at the time. You. I figured it was just some ruin that they would go look at later. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be like, oh, yeah, Jacob lives there. And again, that's another good, like, crackpot theory that I would not have believed. Yeah. Like, Jacob lives there, LOL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but looking back, it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, because, like, where is he going to live? In a cave, in mm-hmm. a tent, in a cabin? Like, yeah. that's really... In, in the bear... Like, that's... There's really not that many places you can... You know, maybe in some station or something, but none of those would make sense for Jacob. So it's like, yeah, he would live in the oldest place that was on the island, not like a newer place, right? Because uh, he yeah. would have needed a home a while ago before all the new places. Right. Yeah, so it's like a thing you could almost get to if you were so inclined. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I like the fact that we saw the smoke monster. Um, <laughs> Sure. After all this time, uh, so much, like, I mean, the, the, the question of, like, how he changed into people is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if we had a clear idea. I think we talked about, you know, the idea that there's, like, life and death and rebirth or something Mm -hmm. down there. And like, maybe there's a storehouse of consciousness down there and, you know, his telekinesis combined with all this like consciousness of dead people allows him to, you know, manifest in those forms. Mm -hmm. Um, But if someone's still alive, like he doesn't have access to their consciousness. And so he can't impersonate them. Mm -hmm. Maybe. You know, can I take a little aside, put a pin in that, uh, because I just thought something really crazy. Okay. Um, um, yeah, what you were just saying made me think of this idea that uh, what if, you know, this idea of, of the the um, the light cave having the consciousness of the dead, uh, pretty good band name. <laughs> and um, yeah, not not the best. Pretty good. Uh, put it on the list. And uh, and the idea that if you die, you don't actually go to some other place outside of Earth. You go to this stream of should I dare I say consciousness? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Stream, stream of electromagnetic consciousness that 
is uh, built into the planet, you know, maybe connects to the universe, but generally, like, let's just say the planet, this, 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 you know, network of, of energy. And, and I, and what, and I wonder if like the idea is when you die on earth, your consciousness goes into this place and that is where the flash sideways took place and that is where you know they left off from the church from like not in some other otherworldly mm-hmm. dimension but literally in this electromagnetic you know kind of universe that that it you know where the island is one of the places it intersects you mm-hmm. know and so that could be why you know, dead people can kind of come back is they, they kind of never left, you know, um, their, their consciousness is in that, that energy stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I see the logic there. Uh, I, that was something I always wanted, which was them to like connect the flash sideways with the island mm-hmm. because it always felt like if, you know, if just any old whoever, whatever gets a flash sideways, mm-hmm. then what was so special about the island? You know, it's sort of like, it sort of seems like, well, they could have just had, you know, I mean, they could be characters on any show and have this ending. Yeah. You know? Which is still true in a sense, but I I did always want them to be... I mean, maybe it would just be too cheesy or it would be too explicit to say, like, we're all in the heart of the island now, or, you know, like, have Mm -hmm. some line where they make it explicit that, yeah, this, you know, this really is connected to that, that power source on the island and stuff, you know. But I think there are some clues there, uh, Mm -hmm. if that's true. Like, for example, Desmond... Uh, he he ends up thinking that that's where he's going to go when he goes down in the cave. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he ends up being wrong about that, but maybe he is on the right track mm-hmm. um, in that sense. Um, and I definitely think also, like, the, the light. Yeah, the light. You know, that we see at the end. I mean, that's a trope anyway for the afterlife, but they did yeah. specifically make the light a thing yeah and the light in the water on the the island yeah exactly so um uh it it seems like in the context of the show it does tie in so i I mean i think there you know there there are some reasons to to think that maybe they did intend that and they just didn't want to say yeah and maybe the idea is yeah maybe the idea is when people normally die and they don't have this connection to the island and they just go where um, the the losties will end up after they walk through the door in the back of the church. But like, because right. the losties have this connection to the island and some of them died on the island, like when, when Christian says, this is the place you made together, like they made it together because of that energy on the island. Yeah. You know, like that, that's where they made it or something. Right. Um, and so they got to find each other in that thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. That that was kind of interesting. This idea of yeah, this like repository of consciousness is is, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did it's it hard. right. I did it right. I think you got there at the end with enough. Yeah, of I added some this more. Is, this is this is this uh, is yeah. Anyway, okay, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it's interesting. Um, I I think. Uh, yeah, it ties things together a little more. Definitely, them make their like making it is is an element that I don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, it seems to me like a very deliberately chosen line. Um, that you know they must have thought about. It's mm-hmm. it's not just you know this is a place where you could all connect or this is a place for people to connect or what you made it. You made it. You know? Um, and, uh, that's interesting, you know, um, because it doesn't seem obvious to me that necessarily, I mean, even if their consciousness conscious, Oh wow. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you got tripped up in the same place. Even if their consciousnesses are all you know collected in this source on the island i mean it doesn't necessarily it doesn't seem necessarily true that they would be able to make anything you know seems like they might just be kind of floating there or the uh the power itself would create the the flash sideways not them you know well but i mean if it's you know, if when we're talking about consciousness, then um, you know, the idea of creating realities is that you know follows very, very soon after that. Um, so I, I think maybe that's the idea is they they made it you know sort of subconsciously, but because they they have this like access to the source, whereas most people who died never are near. Of the source mm-hmm. so they just get like a regular <laughs> whatever <laughs> right right though it does i mean it does raise the question of the there were some people who i mean i i think everyone there like kind of knew someone who went to the island but like some of them maybe didn't ever actually go there themselves and so is it, is it like you get a plus one? Maybe we already talked about that, mm-hmm. you know, but like you get there by proxy, but it's, it does make me question. Well, maybe you're there. Maybe they're there. We talked about this. Maybe they're there because that one, they were important to that person who was right. interacting with the island and they're maybe not the actual person. But yeah. 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 That's interesting. That's interesting. It does kind of make it work maybe a little more clearly for me how like christian is there mm-hmm. you know um, yeah like it's not actually really christian maybe or yeah something like that yeah yeah it's some weird like projection yeah or it could be you know their their consciousness isness <laughs> their consciousness is um you know, pinged each other. I it's, guess on the other hand, his body did end up on the island, and the smoke monster <laughs> in, impersonated him. So that makes me think his consciousness probably really was there. Yeah. 
Um, in which case, it could actually be him. Yeah. But I guess, like, playing a role like that, it in a way, it bothers me less if it's, like, a storehouse of consciousness, less so than, like, a sort of um, a predefined, like, afterlife path. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense, you know, where it's just like, as you die, you know, you meet up with the people who are important to you and so on, you know. Like, his role in that seems weird to me in that context. But if it's just like, there's all these consciousnesses there, um, why not? Why can't he just pop in at the end? Yeah. You know? And, like, explain stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he may have even been waiting for them. And probably it was an instantaneous wait, because this is outside of time. Right. Um, there is no now here. There is no now here. Now, now, there is none of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, see, these are the questions Carlton and Damon would love to talk about. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Is, yeah, let's ask them, is the light cave a storehouse of consciousnesses? <laughs> like like so many Dharma branded products. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I don't think they get asked that ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh so what we what was the thing that you you had a pin in we we're gonna go back to? Oh god. Um, I so I thoroughly moved on. Um, but you put a pin in it. Yeah, but I I I guess put I thought put a pin in it was yeah that didn't that didn't help me remember unfortunately. <laughs> um. Well, I'm sure it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't even remember what it was about. You know, we we came, we started this really long tangent that I think I think started with the lighthouse. Yeah. And then we started talking about, um, you know, the lighthouse manipulating the energy and that being yeah. a way to get off the island. Yeah. Uh, and then. Oh right, right. Then, yeah, then telekinesis, and then. Uh, oh, and then that idea of. Um, uh, of a weird scene being an answer to a question you're not thinking about. Right, right. Yeah. And then that that got us on everything else. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any more scenes like that. I'm sure there are. But there's just something weird that happens. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh yeah. yeah, the Dogen thing. Yeah, we didn't really. I guess we didn't really solve yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have a solution for that yet. Hopefully, that'll be uh, to come. Yeah, <laughs> let's just keep going. It seems like if we wait long enough, like answers right sent themselves. They just kind of yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it's just like a uh, little Easter eggs that show up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's strange talking about the show to people because I, I want to talk about it in this like 
you know, weird way. <laughs> that's like that. I think it, to the to the to, to normal regular people who don't really think about the show, it's like, what are you? Why are you thinking about it? What? Yeah. Like, come on. Isn't it obvious what the show is? Yeah. They made it up as they went along. What Move on already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, that is how it seems from the outside. Um, but, you know, if, if, if this podcast isn't convincing that there's more to talk about, um, you know, than that, I don't, I don't know what is. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we're still digging up stuff. And, I mean, it... it 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 gave birth to like this all encompassing theory and you know yeah. there's there there's a lot of big ideas there i think that you could kind of uncover and um and i'm really not convinced that that's true for every single show i'm convinced it's not true yeah uh i can think of shows that i'm just like there's there's no real more depth even if you look at some of the elements and try to piece it together, like um, I could, I could imagine someone saying, you know, well, if you think about any show, you know, that long enough, like you, mm-hmm. you can come up with all kinds of crazy explanations for things, you know. And I guess I, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. Like I, I do think there's something particular about what they're doing here. Yeah. Um, that that lends itself and that's why you know this really caught on and why we can talk about lost uh 100 times longer than mm-hmm. any other show yeah you know and i'm still waiting you know i i i would love to have another show that had all those elements but it, it's clear that it's like just a really rare thing yeah, I mean, we're watching really good, great shows. There have been really great shows on the air, even great mysteries, and they they still don't elicit the same kind of uh, reaction. I mean, like, Sherlock, there's a lot of cool stuff in Sherlock, mm-hmm. and it's a mystery show, but yeah. it doesn't, I mean, you know, uh, there's not a lot to really keep talking about uh, because the, yeah. the because of the storytelling because you're told what you need to know that's important and that's pretty much it um, yeah 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 and I feel like that's that's it's often true with mysteries um, you know you you get your answers and even there might be lingering questions but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have that that extra thing um you know i think i think loss is really it can be really conceptual about you know i guess since it's so centered on uncertainty and interpretation mm-hmm. the fact that it's a mystery and the fact that it it is also since it's about characters exploring a world they don't understand, it's yeah. it's meta. It, as soon as that's uh, the premise of the show, it's automatically like life. Yeah. Because every human being is a character navigating something they don't understand. So it's already, yeah, that meta connection is instantaneous. 
And then, you know, then if you continue as you execute that premise to leave things unanswered, to let things up, to, you know, leave things for an individual interpretation and have misunderstandings and have all the minutia of life, you know, um, it, it, yeah, it grows into this thing with all these unknown parts and, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, it's really strange. And then there's so many parts of it that you don't even think to question and then when you do you find that it connects to other things that you didn't think to question <laughs> um yeah it definitely te- it definitely uh taught me to question things mm-hmm. you know in a way that i didn't before i mean i think when you're you know when you're a kid and you hear stories and just like traditionally the way storytelling works like there's certain things that you're not supposed to question you yeah. you just accept them as story elements, you know. But I think Lost was pretty comprehensive about no matter what they tell you, you really should question that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe it is true, but everything is up for grabs on this show. You can't yeah. take anything for granted. And I think we really saw that in this episode to yeah. bring it back, you know, like the number of levels of what people were doing, what people thought people were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what they were interpreting it meant that people were yeah. doing things different like group, yeah different groups of people had different parts of the of the same puzzle and you know barely were barely even tried to piece everything together because everything's now everything's you know is an emergency and yeah. <laughs> there's no time to sit and just hash things out and like yeah, then you throw emotion in there, and then people are making yep. decisions based on emotions, yep. which is, you know, can be chaotic and random. Um, you know, so you're not just thinking about things logically. Now things are, you know, happening emotionally. And yeah, I remember it not bothering me. Like, I was on Locke's side, I think, when I originally saw this. I was mm-hmm. like, these not Penny's Bow people, they're evil. I don't trust them. You run mm-hmm. away from them. They're they're gonna kill everybody. Yeah, that's the and thing to do. That's what I was thinking, you know. But like looking at it now, it's clear how much of a leap it is. Yeah, you know, to really, like yeah. go there. Yeah, because all that it is is we 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 heard like secondhand that Charlie said something based on we have no idea what the circumstances were, that how we got that information. But somehow, because he died, we want to take it seriously. And and Harley gives his whole speech about it. Like, Hurley died for this information. Well, then he didn't die to get the information. Uh, he died when he, when he got it. Um, and so, yeah, right. this, this whole leap goes. Uh, and really, all it's saying is, like... So, and again, you know, if you look at this, that chain of information... Um, that really says a lot about information and truth and what you can know because it's like, you know, Hurley talked to someone he didn't know on a video screen. He figured out it was Penny. Right. But he didn't know that was Penny. But maybe he saw Desmond's picture of her. That seems like something that happened. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I probably. Yeah. So 
So he probably knew that was Penny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... I even, I even think, I think there's a comment where he's like, "Oh, very nice," or something. Yeah. Okay. So he saw her. So he knew, okay. So yeah. that's one level of uncertainty taken away. He does know yeah. that's Penny. Yeah. But she's saying that you know vaguely something. She's not on a boat. He takes that to mean okay. Well, whatever boat is out there is not her boat. He dies, and Desmond sees that message. And he all Desmond does is just tell Hurley that, yeah, right. Uh, that, that Charlie says it wasn't Penny's boat, and um, and all of a sudden, and then and then Hurley says, "Hey, Charlie died to tell us that that wasn't Penny's boat." And then I think that level of meaning gets it immediately transferred into, okay, well we have to go to a war with those people. Yeah. Uh, but it's really like, well, all that means is, you know, they are deceiving you. But right. does it mean that they want to kill you? But then, of course, you have been sitting there saying everyone here is going to die. You right. know, so you have him in the in in this whole information stew, yeah, like spicing it up <laughs> and throwing all kinds of spice in there. Yep, yep. And he's saying, you know, um, these people are are here to kill you all. You know, so yeah, it's crazy. It's just, it's all kinds of craziness. Um, yeah, so meanwhile, Ben knows, in fact, that it's Widmore's boat and it's there for him. And he already yeah. has a spy on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's always, yeah. He's Who's always Michael? A spy on it. Yeah, put, put a spy on it, right? Uh, who, who happens to be Michael? Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? That's just insane. It's pretty I mean, crazy. It's, I don't even think soap operas get that crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty excessive. Also, like saying Charlie died for that to give that info. I mean, it's I feel like it's a little bit. It's not quite. I mean, Patchy, as it were, Patchy. Uh, Patchy is his official name. Anyway, Mikhail, like. Well, it, it, it's weird because he yeah he had a name. It's not like we never knew his name. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I mean, he's he's on a mission. Uh, you know, from Ben. You know, mm-hmm. they, they Ben doesn't want them to communicate with the freighter. They're actually trying yeah. to stop. He's Ben's trying to stop the freighter. Yeah. You know, and that's what, know. that's what yeah. Patchy's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm calling him Patchy again. Got yeah. Him. Anyway, he's that's what he's trying to do. He's not he's not trying to stop Charlie from saying not Penny's boat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a way, I feel like if he if he understood that. Oh, this is gonna make them not want the freighter to come. He wouldn't mind Charlie saying it's not Penny's boat. Yeah, I mean, what they what Ben should have done is to say, "Hey, those people are, are Widmore's people." Like it seems yeah. like I don't know how I forget how the logistics went, but like yeah, it never was made clear. Like they actually, it's not in there. I mean, Ben's kind of right. You know, it's not actually in their interest to make contact with that boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and he knows several levels that that you know. Not only that, Whitmore he used to be the leader of the others, and yeah. I kicked him off the island. Yeah, not only that, I got Michael on the boat. That's why he's back spying. here. He, I already got Michael on the boat spying, so I know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's yeah, it's totally ridiculous. I guess it's one of those things where. Um, where Ben, like, in this case, does have a lot of information mm-hmm. that he's not giving away. And I think that's, maybe it's that stuff where I started thinking that he knew a lot more, in general, secrets of the island type stuff. 
Oh, okay, yeah. That that made that feel more plausible because this is one of those examples where he's holding back like a ton of information. Yeah, but it's all. Oh. But that's the thing, right? It's all practically very game. practical stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it 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 you know if he's holding secrets, you think well he's holding maybe he's holding other secrets, you know, like mm-hmm. more more like mystical secrets or something. But there isn't why. Like why would that be true? And it's not, you know. But it seemed plausible at the time to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, from this episode, like, I wouldn't, Ben actually seems like an afterthought. You know, uh, hey, I'd like to go with Locke. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, like, um, it's it's totally not about, I mean, Jack was just trying to kill Ben, like, yeah, a couple scenes ago, and now it's like, well, now he's trying to kill Locke, and now he's like, fine. I don't care about either of you. Mm-hmm. Just leave. Yeah. And meanwhile, the freighter mission is all about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just kind of a huge blunder. Um, and, and kind of weird, you know, is that I, I don't, I don't quite get why he doesn't care <laughs> about giving up in, you know, like, okay, fine, Locke, you take him. Like, I want to kill both of you, so go off and don't get rescued. I don't care. Like, is that what it is? Yeah, I think he's like... Because Locke is what he's saying, listen, we're just going to go hold up in the barracks and, and, like, hide. And Jack is like, well, okay, fine. Then you'll be out of my way then because I'm right. just going to go get rescued. And, right. and, and, you know, Jack is not thinking that they have they want Ben or anything. So, that you know... He's not thinking they'll even come up, you know. Right. Right. Look how wrong he is. He's so so wrong. <laughs> oh, Jack. As usual, like it's kind of hilarious that, you know, in a way, like Jack and Locke are both wrong. Uh huh. <laughs> well, they have to. I mean, you know, the nature of the show is they they have to be. And then, and, and then it's sort of like, are they here to rescue us or kill us all? And it's like, well, kind of neither. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they might kill you all, but yeah. they're not there to kill you all. But it's really like, they'll kill you all if you're in the way. And they might rescue you, but yeah. they're not there to rescue you. Incidentally. But yeah, exactly. That's Their real mission is specifically about Ben. Mm-hmm. And the other stuff is really just... If you have to deal with the other people. Yeah. You know? And so... But then, even within the freighter, there's not, like, a clear, um... I guess, like, mission statement or whatever. I I mean, I think they're even confused about exactly what the the priorities are. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the the science team does know uh, that they're supposed to get Ben... But it doesn't seem like that's actually their job. Um, it seems like they are there to do other stuff. And it's really Kimi's and his people's job to actually get Ben. You okay, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the science team, it, it doesn't seem like they... I don't know if they know even, like what Kimi's supposed to do. No, I don't think they know until yeah, I think there's a scene where like the 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 um the mercenary team gets ready to go and they're like, hey, what are they doing with those guns? Like um 
you know, yeah. yeah, they were probably lied to about why they were on the ship. And then once, you know, we've seen that in movies before, you know. Yeah. They once, yeah. once they get to their, their destination, then it's like, oh, no, they're the bad guys. And then you have, like, you have people like the captain who also seems like... Mm-hmm. Um, just hired for a job. Just hired for the job and doesn't really understand the... You know. Yeah, but you think going into it, oh well, the captain must be in on it. You he's, obviously he's got to He's got to know what's up, and then it's yeah. like, oh wait, why? Why is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was, I think, somewhat misinformed, and uh, and then you have Naomi, um, yeah, who I've always like well, kind of wondered. R.I.P. About yeah, she's she's actually officially gone now. Um, but I've always kind of wondered, like, you know, I feel like we never really got the chance because I think everything she does with Kate here and warning the ship is like fair. I I don't really fault her for threatening Mm -hmm. Kate with a knife and for sending a message saying like, you know, these people are dangerous. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't strike me as particularly evil to do that <laughs> yeah and it, well and it's another way in which Locke foils it up for everybody you know um because yeah. he, he attacked her they thought well I, and and they try to explain like Locke's not really with them but yeah you know there's no you can't trust them at that point you don't know what's going on it, yeah from their point of view they're not gonna they're not gonna see it that way and I guess I I always wanted to see like would Naomi be more like the science team or would she be more like the Kimi side? You know what I mean? In terms of would she just be kind of a ruthless mercenary or would she be more like, I think she's got the heart. I think she's straddled both. And I think if she was sitting on the mercenary team, when it came time to like kill people, she would, she'd be the one who like, uh, switches sides. Yeah. That's 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 what I always kind of wondered about. Um, I, that makes sense to me because I feel like that is the way she's portrayed. Mm-hmm. But we, she isn't really tested, I think, because um, she dies before that moment comes. Yeah. You know? Whereas like the science team, I think clearly choose, um, mm-hmm. you know, not to support the <laughs> the mercenaries and the murder and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, but it's interesting that. Um. Uh. I, we're gonna have to talk about it in the next episode because we're like we're getting into some territory that I always found like really confusing. Um, <laughs> among other things. Um. Uh-huh. Uh. Which is like what Walt actually told Locke to do. You know. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um. Because uh, on screen, all we hear is you have work to do. Um, what he does is he throws the knife in Naomi's back. Mm-hmm. Did Locke, did, ah, God, now I'm doing the Walt Locke thing again. <laughs> so quick how that comes. I, I don't know why it. that's even a thing, but. It's weird. There's a, yeah. there's a brain problem. Yeah, Alt and Ock, something with. Walt. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. This is something I've had my whole life. And, you know, you all know I'm Justin from The Last Lowdown with Claude and Justin. When people don't know me and they hear my name for the first time, it's really common that they think my name's Jason. That's wow. That's happened uh, probably hundreds of times in my life with various strangers 
They they hear my name once and then later Jason. They always think it's Jason. I've never yeah. been mistaken for any other name. Either they get it right or it's Jason every wow. time. And it, it I I've become convinced that there's something in the brain that connects those two names and they get get crossed somehow. And I feel like something like that's happening with Walt and Locke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's just there's something in the brain connects the two and makes it hard to pick the right one. Yeah. It's firing the same synapses. and I've always wondered if that happens with Jason's or if people always get their name right. Like, is Jason just easier to remember? Like, I, it's, it always got me. Yeah, well, the similar similar sound and structure and Definitely. one is more prev- prominent. Mm-hmm. So it's probably Justin is in your brain, like a subset of Jason or similar like mm-hmm. that. And people just... Stop it, Jason, you know. I, 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 I've kind of had that happen a bit, and I'm trying to think of other situations like that. Um, yeah, well, you, you, where you hear a name and you forget it, and the name you think you remember is, like, this completely other name. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so, anyway, uh, <laughs> all I was trying to say is... Um, uh, I think in the next episode, I guess we'll see. I think uh, Locke gives a, a, a slightly more detailed report of what Walt said, or at least his interpretation of what Walt said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always been a question for me. If he was like, you got to throw a knife into Naomi's back, John. Or was it just really vague? Like I think it was probably vague, and it was probably like, you know, you've got... you. Uh... Protect the island, don't let the freighter, don't let those people on the island, or something probably general. Yeah, so th- I have some general. Uh, the, uh, the other thing that I I think we can definitely infer, he says, from, from what they say later is, and then report to the cabin. Yeah. And, and well, well, yeah, I imagine Locke says, like, and then what, or where can I yeah. find you, or something like that. It's like, yeah. Because, like, that's where he's going to go, like, right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's, for me, that's the key where that's that's not Walt. Well, it could be also that he just assumes he can find him there. No, but I think he, I think he almost totally says that Walt told him to go to the cabin. Oh. I think that happens in the next episode. We'll have to talk about it, because it's some lines that, like, really bothered me later. Um, but I think uh, Sawyer basically pressures him, like, why are we going to the cabin? And I think he basically says it was Walt. He saw Walt, and Walt that, told him, yeah. That Walt told him to go to the cabin. Taller goes Walt. Taller goes Walt. That's where that whole thing comes from. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we don't know, because we didn't hear it. And it's possible that he just inferred it from what Walt did say, but it does seem like it suggested that Walt did specifically say, go to the cabin. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that's true, I definitely think uh, that it's Man in Black and it's not Walt. Yeah, it has to be Man in Black. I mean, because Walt never ever alludes to having those powers and, like, any time we've seen them. And, like, they just kind of drop that whole thing when he leaves the show. I mean... yeah. Yeah, and I, I, the, you know, going back to this sort of like the last thing is just like confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, the the last thing, I mean, putting new man in charge aside because new man in charge is its own thing. 
Yeah. Um, the last thing we really get with Walt in the show is, um, you know, when Locke goes to see him and he's like, I had this dream and you were on the island and you were surra- you were in a suit and you were surrounded by people that wanted to hurt you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, it's weird because he seems to be describing what happens with the man in black. Yeah. Um, which, which now that I think about it, seems like maybe it's implying some kind of connection. Maybe, maybe Walt's connected to the island and therefore he's connected to the man in black. Or there's, there's some kind of relation between them. Um, and maybe that's somehow why the man in black can take his form or something. Um, it seems like that, that's maybe hinting at something. Because it always struck me as weird that he had a dream where it wasn't even Locke. And then he reports. Well, I always thought that was him seeing the like having a dream of the future, and like it wasn't like uh, like it like he basically like he just like Desmond see, sees the future. Like he had a flash before his eyes, but it just happened. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured that too, but I just I think it's interesting. I mean, presumably it's just his interpretation that it's really locked because it looks like him, and like why would he think that's the smoke monster? You know, mm-hmm. like I get that, but it's just it's strange to me that that's the dream he has. That's the vision he has, you know. Like, is that just a coincidence? Like, he just happened to see that particular moment. Uh, that's, that's, that's the thing I'm questioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Or, or did the man in black like send him that? to somehow try to encourage Locke to continue on his path. Like, Man in Black gave Walt that dream? Yeah. Well, why... But it seems like he would give him a better dream. (laughs) And, like, people want to hurt you. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, well, it's I'll throw it in as another example of like the last thing just creating problems and confusion. Well, then now we have to think about it from our little rubric here. Uh, yeah, that's why I was trying to use it as some kind of answer about the connection between Walt and, and the Man in Black. Yeah. Well, let's see. Walt gets a dream. Of the future. Oh, well, I mean, it does connect a bit to, um, don't open it, Mr. Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, like a little bit yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed to be like that. Definitely. Like, he gets a vision of the future, but he doesn't really understand what he's seeing. Yeah. And so he just kind of interprets it. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. The, the dream, why does he think of, why does he dream of the situation? Yeah, it's probably just, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's hard for me to remember exactly when that happened and, like, what was what else was going on. But, um... Yeah, that's in season five. It'll be a while. Yeah, we'll get there. we get there. I think at the end of season four, Kate has a dream involving Claire that I I remember also suspecting the Man in Black sent 
Um, mm-hmm. I certainly think it, it's it's as close to established as we can get for this kind of thing that the Man in Black can send dreams, mm-hmm. um, although he never acknowledges it, um, you know, which is frustrating. Um, and I, I think, you know, I feel like the rules could be maybe flexible in that way that he can't leave the island, but that doesn't mean he can't, you know, project something off the island or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's crazy. What if, uh, what if he, what if he could use the lighthouse to like, oh god, put put the spotlight on some person, and then he could like project his consciousness into their mind. Yikes. yikes that's scary um you're welcome wow uh it's so weird like it i talking about the smoke monster is such a weird thing i i mean i guess it's just an example of like how the show is but it's 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 you're talking about all this insanity and and yet the way what you actually see on screen is such a small portion of that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they really hold back. Like, they imply and they suggest and they let you draw yeah. conclusions that lead you to insanity. But what they yeah. show is such a restrained thing. Yeah. You know? If you could capture that in a horror film, it'd be so good. Like, there's... There, it's a very horrific idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that far from, like, it... Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's a lot of similar ideas there. He takes the form of dead people. He invades people's dreams. Yeah. You know? um, he uses people's, like, psychological problems against them. Mm-hmm. You know? He's got telekinesis. He's got telekinesis. <laughs> I mean, How else do you think he flies? I mean, they, uh, you know, they definitely read it. I think he probably was partially an influence there mm-hmm. for that character so does that mean he can fly over water <laughs> <laughs> i don't see why not i i that's a weird thing to me yeah i think he can i mean especially you know it seems like he's on the freighter um so i mean i think he i don't think he took a boat out there I feel like I, I almost want to say like. But the freighter could have been the lighthouse. Like if we want to throw in the oh, lighthouse. Oh, we could use the lighthouse. Idea. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I feel like when he's when that. he's a in a point. farm and then disappears, like that's not what Smokey does. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he would normally. I mean, I guess I guess the theory I always had was you know since he shows up like the second before the uh, the freighter explodes mm-hmm. that he. Um, he says a thing to Michael and then he transforms into the smoke monster and like flies out with the explosion. With smoke. Yeah. And that sort of disguises him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, like, why not? But yeah. uh, in another way, like, I mean, what you're saying makes sense. He, he could project or, you know, do a thing. Because, yeah, it does seem like sometimes he takes apparitions where where they could just vanish somehow. Yeah. And the smoke monster can't do that. Like, he's stuck there. He's either going to transform into somebody else or be the smoke monster. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, this is one of those things that, yeah, you, I'm just thinking of other TV shows where you could just, like, endlessly talk about what people may or may not have done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It just doesn't happen that often. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, um... It's 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 just not that open. Like the unanswered questions are not so, you know, detailed. It's not so comprehensive. Like the the uncertainty. Like it'll be confined to like mm-hmm. much more specific things. But yeah, usually you don't have to question so much. At least like yeah. What did this person even do and say? You don't have, yeah, you don't have and, to question if things actually happen the way people said they happened yeah exactly what things actually mean what they are what the show tells you things are and i think Um, a lot of times you don't also have to like worry so much about how people are interpreting things mm -hmm. i think you can usually take the way they describe the thing as the way you should think about it you know, and I, I think that was the trap I fell into with Lost um, many times when we were doing the original, you know, run of the podcast. It's like, I would want to take a character's interpretation as how the writers are telling the viewer to think about it. That's the correct way. That's why they had the character say that. And I think that does happen, you know, in writing a lot of times. The writer mm-hmm. tells the audience how to think, how to, how they should interpret it based on yeah. their- character interpret it but on lost that maybe that happens sometimes but usually it doesn't usually the character's interpretation is something you should question well you know that brings up a good point is at what point in the show is the show telling us how to interpret the show (laughs) long silence I'm thinking um, about it. It's a, it's a tough, it's an interesting question. Um. <laughs> because you know, I, I the kind of thing I'm looking for is someone in season one who's a psychologist saying, "Oh, don't worry, Claire. You know, uh, you know, things are things are, are are more than what they seem, or you know, something like some little." Uh, idea of of all of this, you know, meaning and uh, consequence uh, theme happening mm-hmm. on the show. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like they don't. I feel like all of the all of the all the parts of the show is telling you how to view the show is all indirect. You know, it's it's like it. Yeah. It doesn't give you the tools. It just it just shows you how to make the tools by showing you where you can only understand things by 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 building those tools <laughs> like right 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 yeah 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 i i think i mean i think there's probably some some pretty like simple exposition where yeah. we can take a character's word for it if they say like oh jin's over there or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean i think there's some stuff like that um but in terms of, you know, the, 
the bigger like plot points and mysteries and stuff, I think they're usually not done that way. At least I can't think of any that are done that way where you can just, you, you know, you can take what a character says as like how you should think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's always something you should put in the mix. You should put it in the, this is this character's interpretation. And that means that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but you can't really take it. I mean, you can take that, that as far as you that, want, but that's as far as it goes. That means that, which means that, because of that, before that, after that, and then that, because of that, when that, why that, yeah. Exactly. You know, like like with the Swan Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... Uh, I guess Radzinski maybe told Kelvin that if they didn't push the button, the world would end. Mm-hmm. And then Kelvin said it to Desmond. And then Desmond repeated it. And then, you know what I mean? And it just goes on down, people choosing to believe this thing. Did Radzinski really believe that? Or did he just say that? If he believed it, was he God. right? That's the fucking... That, that's, that's the nature of religion and ideology it's just like yeah <laughs> an idea being handed to another person and and they're choosing to believe it or not yeah um yeah i mean yeah pressing the button is <clears throat> is akin to you know a sacrifice to the gods you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. do i give up my time and my energy and attention to this to this thing i think will save us you know yeah Exactly. Is the is the show that deep, or did, or have we just had a collective <laughs> breakdown? I don't think so. I mean, well, no, I think it is. Um, I don't think we've had a breakdown because I don't think that's the only example of that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Of like one character says, so. I feel like that's actually like that happens all the time. Maybe I'm crazy. Of, like, a one character says something, and then it gets repeated, and yeah. it just gets kind of, like, passed down. Yeah, it could have been Kelvin, Rosinski told Kelvin, hey, if we don't press this button, something really bad's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then Kelvin goes, oh, man, that's the end of the world, you know? And then, yeah. like, he just tells, he just tells, um, you know, I could see me even, like, telling uh, Desmond, hey, Des- yeah. We gotta press this button. Des is like, why? Something really, really bad's gonna happen. Like, what? Ah, oh, something really, really bad, like the end of the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, and then now, all of a sudden, it's then when you know when he has to tell somebody else, it's you know the end of the world. Um, right. Yeah, I could see it kind of just growing and growing uh, because of the circumstances. Yeah, and we don't. I mean, we're not shown like what exactly Brzezinski thought. We, I mean, we don't see that. But we also just don't even know, even to the end of the show, we don't really know if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, it's an open question. You know, just like what would happen if the man in black le- leaves the island. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where they tell you what people think about it. But Yeah, that, and that's all you can know. Yeah. Think about it. You can't see the consequence of something that hasn't happened. So Yeah, and they never they never really show it properly, you know? The failsafe gets executed and the man in black's killed, and so we never get to see 
mm-hmm. for real, like what would happen? And they, then they're they're not content with with not showing us anything, right? They're not like, well, we won't show you the the uh, Swan Station exploding in the world ending, but we're also not going to just show you nothing. We're going to show you right. that if you don't press it, something does happen. Something happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like what Ben said, that, like, nothing happens at all. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, there's power there. Something will definitely happen. Yeah. But, yeah, they stop short of confirming. It's yeah. just, do you do you want to believe that or not? Mm-hmm. And, they, and they even have, I think, Hurley, uh, at the beginning of uh, season five, uh, the lie, you know, we just talked about. Um, like, he does his own Lost in 815, you know, where he, like, explains everything that happened to him up to that point to his mother. Yeah. You know? And uh, the thing he says about the Swan Station is like, and there was a guy down there, and he had to push a button every 108 minutes, or something would happen. I never really understood what. Yeah. And, like, and, and it's weird when the show gets quippy and funny like that. But it's also strange that, like, something we're supposed to really be invested in is is something our main character never actually quite gets. Yeah. Know? And yeah. so either that's bad writing or that's you that's part of the theme of this these ideas, you know. I don't know. If anything, that's the writers telling us how to think about it. You yeah, know? you're right. Yeah. It's like that's the writer saying, "Yeah, it was not definitive what happened mm-hmm. here." Even he even Hurley doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he So if didn't... Hurley doesn't know, then you guys should be okay. Not knowing, because how can you know if he doesn't know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, what a crazy um, show. So yeah, I feel like if a character ever says like, "Well, I have no idea what that means," that's just what pe- you say, or that's just what people say, or something like that's probably the closest they come to telling us how to think about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I think we uh, have a really good start to uh, season four. We have uh, miraculously come up with some new ideas. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how they uh, fit into the rest of the season. I feel like I should mention real quick, like, just generally speaking about this episode, like it was a good episode. It was an interesting choice to make it a Hurley episode for the Mm -hmm. premiere. And I think for me, this is really the point when Hurley starts to become more interesting. Oh yeah. He stops becoming the annoying guy. Yeah. um, And, and the, the guy who's just there for comedy. Like you said, we saw like the most threatening Hurley we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Which was crazy. Yeah. You know? Hurley got to see the cabin, you know? Like, it was uh, it was a huge thing, uh, bringing him into the mythology like that, you know? Because yeah. normally a character like this would sit on the sidelines and they're just supposed to be funny, you know? But that's really not his arc. And if you know where the show's going, I mean, he has a pretty big role to play. <laughs> yeah, if you would have said, you know, well, Hurley, well, Hurley's going to be the leader of the island one day, it's like... <laughs> Who? Hurley who? It's crazy. It's crazy to even imagine that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually see, you know, in retrospect, the beginning of the end, like, I can see them 
you know, laying the foundation for that. Yeah. And already here. That's interesting. Yeah. Hurley, yeah, Hurley starts this beginning and the end, and he's at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't think about that until just now, but... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like many things, they just kind of come up. Like many things, they just appear. But yeah, I just wanted to generally, like, say... um, I think it's an interesting premiere, you know? Um, uh, the season three one was uh, was also good, but I think uh, I think this one was more exciting. It had more mm-hmm. going on. You know, I think season three had the, the, the huge punch of the book club and the plane crash and the Juliet stuff, but the rest of the episode, not that there was nothing wrong with it, but it was kind of kind of a standard Jack flashback and like him in the cage and stuff. Like it, it was a decent episode, but it wasn't as packed with new crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Now this was. is a whole, yeah, this is a whole new chapter and yeah, there's, they're starting a whole new kind of story arc for a lot of characters. Yeah. The whole show really. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it was just like one thing after it. You, that was funny, right? Right when it's like, wow, they cut from the cabin. Like that's how yeah. interesting this stuff is. Like, yeah, yeah. The 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 pace of the story demanded that they not just stay with the cabin until that scene was over. Like that's it's totally crazy. Yeah, I mean, starting with like Jack and Locke at odds and Jack willing to kill him. Like yeah. that's that's crazy too. That's a huge moment. I mean, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that their conflict has been pushed to that point is uh, is crazy. It blew me away at the time, and, and just a thing to have your hero do. You know? Yeah, that he's that he's gone that far to the edge, so where he's just gonna he's just gonna shoot him in the he face. He really would have done it on the ground. He would have shot him, and yeah, you can't question everybody. it. It's yeah. it's really there's no indication that he you know believe didn't believe the gun was loaded. No, no, he, well, uh, and it was really, it was, and it, I think it was very similar to, you know, um, uh, the line, uh, what about me? You know, it's, it's yeah. those, it, those moments when the character's right up on the cliff and they might jump off, they might not jump off, but the other character just says something and it just yeah. makes it, it, and it's like, you know, that same moment, because he had the gun in his face, and he cocked it, and then right when he's like, yep. you won't shoot. You're not going to Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the, oh, really? Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to until you said that, so now I have to, because Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me what I won't do. Don't tell you what I won't do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. You're right. That's what it was. It was like a provocation. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 pretend like you know what I would do. Yeah. Watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like in a that. Way, yeah, in a way, Locke was also saying he was really kind of saying, "Well, you're not gonna shoot me because it's empty." Right. But it, but yeah, it kind of how they how they put it together it was like, "You're not gonna shoot me." Click. Because it's empty. Right. Well, good stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. 
Man, I'm mad if we were doing this commentary series and, like, we were hating everything. <laughs> that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. It would probably get tedious after a while. Yeah. Oh, man, another piece of shit. Tedious Welliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. Um... You know, if we had to do a Dexter commentary or something, it would start that way at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You're never like, now did Dexter kill him because, right. you know, you're never really uncertain why. Because he's going to show the person a picture of something and then tell them why mm-hmm. he's killing them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that deep. It's... His dark passenger demands it. God. But Dexter, you are the dark passenger. <laughs> Shut up, Harry. <laughs> you didn't even invent the code. You didn't even invent the code. Wow. Uh, wow. Anyway, uh, okay, cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, good podcast. I think yeah. uh, we're on to a good start. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, we can uh, keep a solid cadence for releasing these things. But there might be some times when there's a bit of a break. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can get through uh, get through season four pretty quickly here. Yeah, we never forget about loss. It's always hovering there, and uh, we, we get to it. It's never, it's never done with us. It's, it really isn't. <laughs> no, it's never done with us. We won't it. let go. Cool. And until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.